right, good afternoon. Welcome in. It's Better's Last Stand. Matt, Chris, Coach here with you in the Pine Room Studios as these guys get ready for a big botchy match tonight. So uh, we'll move at a brisk pace today. They, I can't distract them on game day, but they were nice enough to take time out of their day. It's sweltering hot outside. It's no awesome. air moving at all, uh, but I did get a word that it's supposed to be a lot better for the weekend, so that yes. is good. Um, we just got to dodge the rain, uh, and there's a chance of well, isn't it? I thought the rain was Friday, or is it? No, it's Saturday. It looks <clears> like <throat> I keep getting different. Saturday night into Sunday, Saturday morning, then clearing out. I don't know, but it looks like it was a, like only 40% chance. But yeah. the one thing is it's going to cool down. Well, and then it gets into the 70s. So I think we're good. And, uh, Let's hope we stay there. Getting more. Yeah, I think that's it. I think this is the last day of misery. So well, Matt, I noticed the other night uh, it was like 8.15. It was damn near dark. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. That's, I, that's, that's, that's a plus. I said yeah. that to, I, yeah, I said that to Jarrett last night. I said, oh, my God, it's, yes. it's dark out. It was mm-hmm. like 8. Yeah. yeah. This has been brutal, though, this heat. It's <clears> really well, bad. we had uh, week number one at the Pine Room opening weekend. Uh, went very well. We had a great time. Uh Lots sure. of winners to be had, lots of losers also, but uh, everybody that showed up had a wonderful time. And uh, record if, crowd, coach, probably over thirty. Yeah, in that a, picture there were like twenty five, and we took a group picture about twenty five. Going at and least then, two of those were newcomers. Yeah, weren't they? Ryan, and, Coach uh, Young, and, and uh, they both texted. Rick Marsh said he had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> it was fun. We'll keep it going this week. Hopefully, the rain holds off and the temperatures break. And uh, we got the Pine Room Golf Outing, oh, the boy. World Golf Championship Outing at the Pine Room. Uh, we'll be at the Par Three at Ogilby on Sunday morning. So uh, stay tuned for videos and all kinds of fun things from that. Uh, sponsored by Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day. We're hearing that some guys are getting out, getting some secret practice in, and I, yeah, I won't reveal any names because we've sworn no. to secrecy. It, 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 it might benefit me, but I don't. <laughs> <a> doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it going to do for your game other, other than that your well, teammate just, has to carry your team. just carry me. No, I okay. mean, oh, well, that's good. So you're not the one out there. Oh, no, 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 no. He no, did no. last year, and he realized it's a waste of time. What, yeah, what yeah. am I doing? It's yeah. a waste of time. Could you imagine practicing out there in this shit right now? <laughs> no, no. God, I'd rather lose. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, odds will be out for the World Golf Championship later in the week, and uh, we will have the event on Sunday, NFL opening day. So lots going on. If you haven't checked out the Pine Room at the Pine Room Studios, be sure and check out all the stuff we got going on right now. We had Mike Florio in this very studio last uh, Thursday. He was great. We spent about an hour and a half with him talking NFL, talking about his uh, new book. Uh, father of mine and a bunch of other stuff uh, just an enjoyable experience for all of us here at the Pine Room so we're very thankful and happy Mike was able to join us and uh, we wish him a good NFL season and uh, we will hopefully get together with him uh, during the offseason so yeah fun times and if you uh, if you missed anything about that any of the clips that Jarrett and the social media guys have been putting up all week be sure and check out the podcast it's uh, featuring Mike Florio this week so if you haven't checked that out yet go back and look at it we got a little uh, 10, 15 minutes of us talking about it, and then it's all Mike. So uh, a really good watch, and I, I think people have uh, thoroughly enjoyed the content that we've put out so far. So, again, thanks to Mike. Thanks to Coach. Thanks to the Payne brothers for setting that up, and uh, it's really awesome to have a friend like that, uh, you know, as big a name as that in, in the NFL industry, uh, a guy that's, uh, you know, patting us on the back, telling us uh, we're doing a pretty good job too. So Yeah, and awesome uh, uh, I think Supa – Sent out uh, that Pro Football Talk only follows 112 people yeah. in the entire country, and we're one of them. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's we're, pretty, that's we're pretty cool. Basically, stuff. everybody else on there is a former player or a media person. So uh, yeah, so it's a good thing. So uh, keep keep your eyes out for that stuff uh, as it comes out. Uh, again, it'll be out 
yesterday when you're watching this. So enjoy that. Uh, thanks again to our friends at Jill's Gentleman's Club and Gumby's. We'll be at Gumby's in Elm Grove again on Friday for our high school football show. Actually, our football Friday show. It's a lot of high school, but we'll talk college and pro as well because we got week one of NFL, of course. So lots of action, uh, 12 to 3. Be sure and tune in on the Watchdog. Should be a really fun time. Hopefully the weather is okay for us. And uh, we will be in Duggar's Saucy Spread Challenge Week 3. So uh, great sponsors we have, Gumby's, Jill's, Duggar's, uh, and uh, IC Cab. Can't forget about them. They've done awesome work for us, too. So if you haven't checked out the IC Cab commercial involving a few of the mascots from the area, be sure to check that out. And uh, a lot of the other things that uh, that, that are going up daily uh, at the Pine Room Studios. You can follow us, BLS underscore PRP. I tweeted out all the... Um, picks that we have for the year uh for coach chris and i all of our um prognostications for win totals and such so be tracking those throughout the season again we were 20 20 wins six losses and one tie last year well i'm already off to a horrible start with mine with baylor after that debacle Ooh. last week so baylor's killing the pine room right now we got all kinds of problems so cousin jake's <laughs> got to get the work we got we need to bounce back big right now if we're Baylor. this so. is this is this is it this week if, if you taught <laughs> if you taught Rolls them this week. Man, we're, they, we're, Dave Aranda might be canned by the end got, of it. We got problems. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, keep an eye out for us on the Pine Room, all the stuff, Better's Last Stand, Soup and Stuff, and the regular Pine Room podcast, all the video blogs, all the social media, all the stuff that we have going on. We appreciate all the support of everybody. Uh, it wasn't a great week for us last week. We were down three and a half units. Sam was 3-0 and in Formula One racing, uh, and I, I did okay in tennis and soccer but i was not good in college football but like coach remarked before we started rolling here i actually had uh, a pretty decent weekend in football but my key plays weren't were, didn't right. turn out very good so um yeah sorry about that but yeah it was a rough week but we got plenty more weeks to make up for it here so we're going to try to do that today uh before we get into college football here in segment one we're going to talk a little bit of baseball uh, our cubbies uh, playing really well right now, Coach. Uh, I think they uh, they they could be a dangerous team to to you know to battle in the playoffs. But right now, I say, as we say it pretty much every week, Atlanta really has a stranglehold on the National League now, especially with the Dodgers in the Urias situation. Yeah. Uh, they're now reliant on uh, a Clayton Kershaw who's not a hundred percent quite yet, and now Lance Lynn is your number two. Um, do you guys see any chance that the Dodgers can can maybe? Uh, pull it together enough that they could beat the Braves in a series? And does Michael Grove play a role at all Boy, for the that's, Dodgers? That's a great question. I, those are two real good questions. Have you I, heard from him lately, Mark? I have not. I have not. I might I might reach out to him later today just to see what the stat, what his status is. But he's been on the IL since September – or, I'm sorry, since August 5th. And I don't know. That's probably just a roster IL, right. I would think. But I, I don't know what their plans are with him, especially with uh, with their mess with their pitching staff yeah. now. Yes. So. I don't know. Atlanta's just too good for me. They're just they're just too. Yeah, Matt. I I don't think I don't think they can over. I shouldn't say overcome, but I, I think that's really going to hurt the Dodgers and their pitching. Yeah, it's already been it's been suspect, and right. you know, and and <clears throat> how much can they get out of Kershaw? Yeah, I mean, I mean older, he, he's going to do he's going to do fine. Right. I I don't think he's going to be the problem. It's going to be the other guys behind him. I mean, he's he's not nearly what he once was, right. but he's he'll still be solid. But the rest of the guys, uh, it, it's going to be a, a struggle to find out who even they have as a 
as a number two and three. I mean, Lance Lynn, now you're counting on, and uh, you know, Gonsolin's gone, Urias is gone. Don't you wish they? You think they wish they had Trevor Bauer back after yeah. that whole mess? Uh, yeah. So I, I think I'm, right now I'd say the most dangerous team in the National League is the Phillies, other than the Braves, mm-hmm. obviously the Braves, but. Um, the Phillies haven't pitched very well lately, but they have been hitting. So I, I don't know. I think the Braves, as long as they don't get complacent, similar to how they did last year, I think they're going to be very hard to beat. Uh, it just seems like the, the NLCS is going to have to go through Atlanta. I just don't see yeah, another way around no it. Uh, one other interesting tidbit, Pirates attendance up about 4,668 per game uh, from last year, Chris. So what do, you, what do you think about that number? Is it just uh, they're just fooling people? Or, or people genuinely excited and think they actually have a chance to be good next well, year? Well, you know what? The way they're finishing down the stretch here, that people will probably uh, jump on board. I, I don't – I mean, after the way they started the season at 20-8, and eight, and then they you know, hit a lot of peaks and valleys. But yeah, um, I don't know. They'll, they'll probably uh, – you know, if they can build on that for next year. So, I mean, I guess 4,600 isn't that big of a deal, but it's an improvement. And what well, – I was watching a afternoon game today, and it looked like there was nobody there. Yeah. It was eight. Today, well, it was hot. Today's yeah. game. Yeah. I think uh, I saw the ball scores at like 8,800. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it was hot. And, I, I, and well, and then they, they said uh, the game the night before that, uh, I don't know, the organist or somebody was trying to get the crowd fired up, whatever. <laughs> I thought you were going to say organist passed no, out. No, just, no. But, but they, they only <laughs> did it once because, like, you know, when they. Dun, do, dun, yeah. Dun. And, or, or they'll say uh, charge, yeah. and they said nobody responded, so they just. They quit, stopped doing it. Quit they, doing it because it's stupid. Right. You know? Well, that'd yeah. be the better reason. Right. Because, <laughs> like, I always just think that was funny when someone would just say, charge. charge. Like, okay, <laughs> that'll yeah. get them going. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, does. man. I, I, hey, you know what? Fireworks draws them in. You yeah, know, fireworks. Can, they get a and, lot of usage out what, of that. T-shirt, free T-shirts. Free shirt Friday. Oh, and, again, and you know, coming up, I think, on the 15th, um, Clemente again, hat giveaway for Romerto. Boy, they can't. Yeah. They no, can't they, get they, enough out of him. No, yeah. they, they can't. And uh, and so uh, they did that thing where they honored Teak and those guys a few yeah. weeks ago. I mean, they're desperate. They'll do anything. And then, well, it was Dog Night too last night. Oh, good. I, I didn't see I was, that. I think uh, I was when's her Cat last... Night. When, <laughs> can you bring your fish? Fish? <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. They're trying to be creative. Well, they're a minor but, league outfit. That's yeah, why. Yeah, pretty and, much. And are they even going to find a place to be on television next year? That's the interesting thing they, to me. And they shut they shut down Skeens for the rest of the year. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he won't. Don't pick. ruin him. He won't don't, be don't on the him. opening day roster. I don't think. Like as far as the no, active roster, no, no. they'll wait to bring him up when they when they need a a boost and, and, after and, they lose eight and, in a row. And then real quick, we'll move on. I, dude, what, is, what is the deal with Henry Davis? I haven't heard a thing about him. He well, that's an interesting question. What I, happened? No one even I, talks about I, him They anymore. don't. I mean, it, he's still on the roster. I don't know if he's on I.L., uh, but oh. he, they never mention him. He hasn't – well, he's never caught other than a couple innings. But to me, it just seems like like they already start – they're off on the wrong foot with this guy who caught his whole career in yeah. college. And they, well, we're just going to put you in right. And, they, and then he fucks up his Boy, I totally wrist. forgot about that, Chris. And it's just like – and Andy Rodriguez catches, and if he doesn't, then Jason DeLay did, which I think – or does. I think he did today. But I don't know. They just – they their operations really – <laughs> Gives I, you a lot I, of faith going yeah, forward, question, doesn't it? Yeah. Questionable. 
Yes, yeah. at least. Yeah, to say least. the least. <laughs> Border on the, the West Liberty Athletic Department. Yes. Questionable well, at the very that's, least, that's, that's, which we'll talk about on the Watchdog next week oh, or later man. this week, no, actually, Friday. on Friday. We're, we're going to talk yeah, about so that. I'd love to get one tune of in. Bozos If you want to hear about the latest debacle with that place. Uh, Embarrassment. We'll, we'll tell you about so it then. Awful, but right? anyway, uh, yeah, I, Chris, I'd say it's uh, the, the, your tribe's been put to bed. Yes. Oh, it's over with for them. Yep, and you know what? In what's his name? Frank Cohn is just riding it out. Now. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he can only do step, so much. And he's going to step down. I, I knew it was a bad sign when when they when they tried to resurrect Giolito. I mean, that yeah. guy is just a mess. Well, and so. who, who did they get prior to that? Uh, the, the the guy that used to Cindergard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's well, unlike Cleveland. Usually, they're very stable pitching wise no. at this point. I think so. when they made those trade deadlines, well, they traded him to Valley. Yeah. yeah, and they were only I don't know, a couple yeah, games out. Yeah, that, that ruined them there. So yeah. Um, yep. So the things are starting to, you know, take shape here. The yeah. Astros look like they're kind of ascending to the West, which a lot of people thought they just would be steady. Braves and Dodgers have it on cruise control. Cubs and uh, Brewers are going to have a good stretch run here. The, those yeah. two, I think that's going to be close. The Twins look like they're in good shape. Baltimore has its largest lead uh, that they've had in a long time or if at all this year. So they're starting to look like they're going to be safely in the playoffs. But uh, Toronto, Tampa, those are teams to keep an eye on. And then the two teams other than the Astros in the West. Uh, if the Mariners can keep it up and the Rangers can start to bounce back. And then what's going to be what's going to be the big question in my mind is what what teams are going to pack it in and what teams are going to try to play spoiler. spoiler yeah, yeah, because I think the Pirates are going to try to play spoiler. They're going to yeah with these yeah. young guys. They're playing hard. They yeah. are. I look at a team like the Nationals. Yes. They'll play spoiler. Cardinals are done. They don't absolutely they, finished. They don't. Padres play. will be finished here yes. soon. Yeah, they're 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 barely they're hanging on by yeah, thread. The Mets are the Mets are won't, yeah, Mets won't, are won't, won't be any in. factor. So lots going to depend on pe- team schedule because uh, yeah. some of these teams are definitely done. Yeah. I mean they yeah, are. If you get to play Chicago, I will tell you another team that's been playing hard. They're not very good. Is Detroit. Yeah, they, they play pretty hard, but again, like Coach said, the young these young teams yeah. who actually are looking forward, like maybe this was a stepping stone year for them, uh, will be the ones that I would not want to be playing uh, down the stretch. I think so, teams like the Angels probably be. So when I when I listen to you say that, so what you're basically saying is that Manny Machado is not coming into the clubhouse and no. giving a roar roar like, come on, let, let's let's, let's go. Play Surprised he hasn't requested let's, a trade for next year already. <laughs> Let's try because it's, it's not his fault. It's definitely not his fault. No, he would no, never no. once no. say it was his fault. No. And Tatis, I don't even know if that guy even he's he's nuts. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck if you're a Padre fan. Yeah. So who well, who yeah. plays the spoiler? Who yeah. who gives it? Who who goes out every night and tries to play hard? And who has absolutely packed it in? That's going to be the, the you know the Cubs are going to sweep the. Um, who are the Cubs playing? I just saw it. They're, they're winning playing, seven two. They're playing the uh, Giants. The Giants. They're yeah. going to sweep them, and then can can only gain a get, game on the. Um, um, well, no, they game. They've they gained, gained. They've gained two. two so yeah, the Pirates, the Pirates are, are. The Pirates have helped playing them. a factor all of a sudden. Yeah, they, so, no, I'll give them. you guys props. You guys have been on the Cubs the entire season. Yeah, yeah. Even when we've they, been even we've been anti Brewer too. I'm going to be interested what the Reds do. Yeah, the big win for the Reds last night. Yes. Huge. Win they're they're the hang, They're teetering. The they the are. Reds. And I, I've sold I've sold them out about a week and a half ago. But I don't think they've totally packed it in. But they need another couple of those jolting wins. Well, they got a huge one last night. Was a was a big step. Yeah, seven six against. Uh, oh, they, they've got three in the bottom of the ninth yeah. to tie it. Yep. So, lots, anyway, lots to come in the baseball department here on Better's Last Stand. As got you a lot said Monday yesterday on the show, Matt, coming up on your favorite time of the year yes. with the temperatures going down, the baseball playoffs, the you know the uh, the football swinging into 
shape, getting dark early. Cool. Yep. <laughs> it's perfect. I was going to say, you better include that, Mark. Get, get, get dark early. Yeah, so baseball is going to get <laughs> really interesting. Best time to be alive as a sports fan. <laughs> yeah. so. And then the other thing you have to wonder is how hard – the Braves are so far ahead and probably going to clinch everything here soon. Right. You know, what will they start to do? I mean, right. you know, will they keep playing – Will they try to set the all-time record for wins, maybe, or will you know? Will they try, start resting guys a, just a little it's bit? Really tough to decide what to do. I mean, you see it happen in sports so often with the Bruins this year and hockey, and, and it killed them. And then the Braves, even last year, they yeah. they, they hunt the Mets down and they win that division, and then they just f- go flat in the playoffs. Uh, and you know, you and you're remembered more for 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 setting some type of in-season record and failing in the playoffs yeah. as you are the other way around. Yeah. I mean, nobody really Yeah, cared. nobody remembered the Phillies were a third-place team last year. They right. made it to the World Series. I yeah. mean, they didn't win, but they made it. Uh, yeah, so lots of intrigue ahead in baseball for sure. All right, let's uh, shift gears here. We're going to go to Coach's hot spot here. It's college football week two. Oh, geez. We got, yeah, Chris, I know yeah, you're I real know, excited. But- you you'll be able to give us some big winners here, I'm sure, but that's okay, Chris, because no. we we count on you for it. NFL. I'm that's that's try. your expertise, yeah. just like we do for NBA. So that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> we'll depend on coach and job for college football. Yeah, job so, yeah, probably doesn't even know uh, it's week two yet. But anyway, he's uh, probably still recovering from week one, as am I. All right, let's uh, let's not waste any time. Get into the games on Friday, real quick. Uh, we don't really have anything on Thursday, so there's nothing really to talk about, I guess. Louisville, Murray State, yeah, we don't even no. need to worry. All right, Coach, uh, this is an interesting matchup here. Your Jayhawks on Friday night, the the, the night of this, this podcast is released, against Chris's Fighting Illini. Yeah. Both of you guys high on these teams for their mm-hmm. season win totals. Uh, Kansas minus three at home, the total 56.5. Uh, where are we leaning here, Coach? Well, Kansas has their quarterback back. Jalen Daniels is back. He didn't play. <clears throat> He didn't play in the Missouri State game. They won by 31. Um, I'm I'm a little leery of this game, to be honest with you. Right. I'm leaning towards the under in this game. That's, okay. that's what I like. I lean lean to the I under, but the I'm same. not I'm not heavy on on either team here. Illinois, a stout defense, Chris. Yes, tell us yeah. tell us a little about about your Illini and the game plan here against well, the Jayhawks. They're uh, coming off a big uh, opening day win. <laughs> And, uh, well, they didn't cover. But no, they did. I know, but they they did. That was one of your losses, right, unfortunately. Right. Well, I can't get them all right. You know that. <laughs> no, but, I know it's tough. But uh, you know, hey, uh, big big road tested Kansas. Uh, I agree with Mark. Uh, I think it, that's going to stay under the total. But I'm going to look for uh, L- <clears throat> excuse me, the Illini to pull off the victory. Okay. Wow. Close okay. game though. It'll be I like close. It. All right. I think it will be. I think that's actually a pretty good game on Friday night. Yeah, it is. Seven thirty ESPN two. Check mm-hmm. it out. All right, let's go. We got an eleven AM kick on Saturday morning, which is why, weird. Why is that? Did I have know? no idea. I don't know if it's some special thing at Wake Forest, but I was like, wait, is this right? And then I looked at several places and it's listed but, but at eleven. Is there going to be some more games like that at eleven o'clock starts? I don't know. I mean. I, I, that's I mean, still too early. Well, a lot of these games start at 11, just not in our time zone. Well, that's, yeah, that's so, what I mean. So, I mean, you got yeah, the Colorado yeah. and all these other teams. But Vanderbilt visits Wake Forest. Wake Forest minus 10, the total 57. Any any thoughts here, guys? Any any uh, leans? I, I lean towards Vandy in this game. Just, just a tick. They're 2-0. and oh, Haven't beat anybody, but um, I, I like them a little bit. Okay. Chris? So I'm going to take the over, Matt. Oh, okay. Well, what are you saying, Matt? Um, I don't love anything there. I, I don't either. 
Really don't. I, I don't. I don't. Wake Forest is a team that I'm still kind of waiting and seeing on because of the you know with the quarterback changeover. Vanderbilt. I don't know what to make out of that. They barely beat Hawaii, and then Hawaii gets hammered. They they may really suck Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, that, but I don't trust Wake Forest yet either. I don't so. either. Uh, I'll be passing on that game. All yeah. right. Then if a Fighting Irish from Notre Dame visiting the NC State Wolfpack. Notre Dame minus seven and a half. The total fifty one. This is a twelve noon kick on ABC. Um, I like the Irish here a good bit. Yeah, Coach, them. where are you at love on this them. game? Okay, Love the Irish again. Ditto uh, with you guys. I think they, mm. they just take care of business. Now, I will say NC State, um, last season when they played uh, Wake, they sacked, uh, they sacked um, Hartman. Sam Hartman three times, four yeah. times. And um, I, 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 you know, they, they really pressured him, but it's a lot different team here. Notre Dame's. Got a very good offensive line. They're able to run the football. If they give Hartman time, I think Notre Dame, I, I, I don't think that line is near enough. Me either. Um, the only thing I will say about this, this is a game that in recent years Notre Dame has had trouble with. They, they've they've lost some games they shouldn't have lost. This will kind of tell me a little bit I, what the path that they're on, but I think they should be laying at least 10 in this yeah, game. And honestly, I think one of the big differences is Sam Hartman. Oh, no question. they got a quality quarterback no who's question. a good leader who's been – Around for a long, long time. I think he's the he's the uh, definite difference in this game. I yep. think I think Notre Dame. I think wins wins this game by double figures. Agreed. All right, moving along. Uh, any thoughts on Ball State, Georgia? Does Georgia just roll? I, I, no, Maybe I, the over. Yeah. No. I I don't know. I like Ball State a little bit here. Okay. Just getting fifty. What, what do you got it at? I had fifty three and a half. Forty two. Forty-two. I'm sorry. Yeah, 40, forty-two. Yeah, not 42. forty-two. Forty-three. Out of yeah. forty-three and a yep. half. Yeah, total fifty-three and a half. Yep. Uh, I like Ball State just a tick in this game. I, you know, Georgia. Georgia obviously is going to win the game. Um, I look for them to win the, win the game by by you know f- five touchdowns, six touchdowns. But I, but it's going to be close. But I would lean to Ball State. Yeah, Ball State coming off a. Uh, Miserable uh, defeat at the hands of Kentucky, right. where, which yeah. we'll talk about in bad beats coming up uh, yes. beginning of the next segment. We've got a lot to say about those, and this and uh, Ball State was a, a victim of one of those. If yes, you, if you had Ball State, you Horrible. were pissed off. And if you had the, uh, well, actually, it didn't affect the total in that game. All right, moving along, James Madison. How about this one? Laying yes. points on the road at Virginia. The Dukes minus six. The total forty-one. Virginia's program a disaster uh, with the kids getting murdered last year and. Uh, just they're in shambles right now. And I guess in, if you're Virginia right now, this is probably a highly emotional home opener here where you are just probably happy that you're alive at this point. Um, so, I don't know. I guess you can't ever handicap the, the emotion of a, of a person. So, maybe maybe Virginia plays well here. I'm, I'm going to pass on this game. What do you, what do you guys say? Any I, thoughts? I'd play, I'd put, I'm going to lean to the under a little bit. But okay. not, um, um, That's what I got, too. Okay. I got the under. Yeah. That would make sense to me as well. It's crazy to think that – they're laying six points on the road. Yeah, James Madison's been an improving okay. program, and now that they're in the the uh, FBS, they're 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 not they're not really a pushover. All right, Purdue at Virginia Tech, the Boilermakers on the road at Blacksburg. The Hokies minus three. The total forty nine. I I don't know I don't know about this. I want to take Purdue really bad here. I really do, but I just don't know. Coach, you've been you've been a little iffy on Purdue. Yeah, I'm iffy on them. They lost. Um... 39-35 to Fresno. Virginia Tech beat Old Dominion, scored a bunch of points. I'm leaning to the over here. Okay, I, I like that play too. Chris? I got thoughts? Virginia Tech laying the points okay. at home. Chris is on Tech. Yeah. All right, Chris, going out. Beamer ball. 
All right. Uh, now, Whoa. this next game, in Nebraska, Colorado. I heard a guy, I've actually heard two sportsbook guys now say that they expect this game to be the biggest handle in the history of college football in a regular season game. <laughs> oh, wow. And this is all the Deion Sanders effect. We've, we've taken uh, thousands and thousands of dollars more on Colorado future bets in the last couple of days where I work. Um, it's it's the biggest uh, liability across the country in most every sports book. Anybody that I talk to or hear from says that Colorado is the one team they cannot have uh, doing damage this year. So the public is all over them. That's usually a good sign for people like us who try to be a little bit smarter. But the Buffaloes at home now laying three in this game. The total 59 against the Cornhuskers, a rivalry game. Coach, uh, the, the Buffaloes victimized you last week. What, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, I, 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 <laughs> I, I just hope Nebraska can hang in there. Uh, I, I'm going to play the game under the total. I think Nebraska will have a much – much more to say than uh, TCU defensively yeah. against Colorado. I think Nebraska will will um, will stiffen up against Colorado. I don't think they're going to th- throw for a, you know rack up the yards like they did against TCU. I think it's going to be a, a a grind them out game. I think it'll be a low scoring game, not low scoring, but I don't think fifty nine and a half. I'm going to play it under, and I lean a little Nebraska. Okay, Chris. Well. <clears throat> that, let's get one thing here that that drives me nuts, mm-hmm. and I know it's because of Dion and he, Coach Prime and all that, and all the you know hoopla surrounding him. But they act like he's the only guy that's ever turned a fucking program around. <laughs> I mean, I know he's done well, yeah, uh, and and I give him credit for that. Uh, and you know, there, I assume this game will be sold out. Of Colorado's, you know, Yo, they got a new Jesus. lease on like. Oh yeah. Well, I think they said too last year, like you get your your whole season ticket package to a Colorado. Uh, it was like two hundred twenty dollars, and I don't even know what tickets are going for for just this game. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to—I uh, I still like Colorado. I think they were—they were pretty impressive, <laughs> not defensively, but I—I don't—I don't really know what Col- or Nebraska has. But I'm, I'm going to take yeah. Coach Prime until he proves everybody wrong. Yeah, um, my thoughts are like Colorado to me visually looks like they got real players yeah. defensively they're they need to get a little bit tighter tcu's defense so we got to remember what it was like in the national championship game how many points oh, they yeah. gave up so their defense is nothing to write home about um i think it kind of falls somewhere in between where colorado is very good um tcu's defense was not i, th- I agree with coach nebraska's defense should be much more stout but I'm not sure if Nebraska if Nebraska right. falls behind early in this game, they're they're going to be in trouble because if they can't move the ball against Colorado, it's going to be trouble for them because they have to bank on the fact Colorado's defense might not be very good and they're going to have to move. But I agree with Coach with the under uh, controlling the yep. clock is their only chance of staying in this game. Three, this look this game looks like a sucker bet to me. Yes, uh, but it, you may be able to say my eyes tell me Colorado is really good. They got five stars that Nebraska doesn't have any of those. Um, so I don't know. I would say if I'm, my advice to people that are bet, I would not bet this game other than the total. I would stay away from the sides here. I really don't know what to expect here. It, it, Colorado might beat this team by four touchdowns, or Nebraska might win a close game. But uh, I agree. I think coach and the under is probably the way to go. But be careful because you don't want to get too, uh, you know, high on somebody. Because I actually prefer if Colorado maybe wins this game and covers because I think next week when they play Oregon, coach, um, I think it gives us a really good opportunity yeah. to get the Ducks at, a, at a, some value there. So well, yeah, in, in that respect, yeah. But I think I think this game is gonna. Prove a lot for Colorado. Yep. If they come out and just pound 
yep. and look like they did against um, look like they did against TCU. You're, right. People are going to say that they're for real. If Nebraska gives them a game, possibly upsets them, then then we're back to you know how good is Colorado? Yep. Prime, Prime got them ranked twenty second now, huh? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Another big game from the Pine Room. We'll have all eyes on this yeah. one. The Utah Utes visiting the Baylor Bears. Utah minus seven and a half on the road. Total 47.5. Baylor starting quarterback out for at least three weeks right now. The Bears get beat at home by Texas State in a game that they were not even in at all, really. Uh, horrible performance. Um, how do they bounce back? I wasn't overly impressed with Utah. I believe Rising, Cam Rising, is supposed to play in this game or at least be available. I'm not sure if I'm Utah. I'm even wasting him right now. Baylor, this is this is it for Baylor. This is a, a back-to-the-wall must-win game. Uh, and I know it, it, they're not going to feel good about covering this 7.5. I think Baylor is worth a play at plus seven and a half, but man, I really have a hard time being too excited about that, Coach. What do you say? I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. I there are a couple stats about Utah. They're four and eight um, against the spread uh, on the road in their last in their last twelve games. Um, I, I I think Baylor bounces back, but I'm I'm yeah. not sure if Baylor's good. Yeah, I know it and worries they, me. They may not be good. That effort they gave last week really, really concerned me for a home opener. I don't know. The only thing that I can maybe say is, were they overlooking Texas State ready for this game? Was that circled on? I mean, you can't do that as a, as a program no. or a coach, especially when you're coming off a rough season. But that's but, the only thing I could say, yeah. maybe. And that's what's but, – but even with that being said, you would think the difference in talent would still even be able to get yes. you past well, them. And I, I, and I get Chris, that. I agree at one the, time, but now I, now I don't know. These t- I mean, Texas State had all these transfers. They had like 30 well, new guys. Yeah. But we mm. just can't account for that, and it's impossible mm. as a handicapper unless you learn every fucking guy in, in Division One football. Right. You just don't know how these guys are going to mesh together. And, uh, you know, hats off to Texas State. They made it work with a bunch of new guys all of a sudden that no one really knew about. So, um, yeah, in, in old times, Chris, I totally agree. I, I think the talent alone should have been enough. But it's it's it, you see it in basketball all the time now, too. It's just these teams that are under the radar, no one knows about. these. This transfer por- portal mm-hmm. now just affects uh, it can it can stun these teams. You know they had Texas State on the on the calendar before the transfer portal was probably right, even a thing right. in the NIL. Right. They got them penciled in, and all oh, here we go. Four or five years later, now this team's got all these transfers, and they they have guys that are in the same caliber as ours. So, um, yeah, I, I I'm leaning Baylor there. I'm hopeful that Baylor can pull it out, but I, I don't. I'm not super yeah, confident. Right. Uh, moving on to the next game, Troy at Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State taking a ton of public money. That's why I mentioned this game at all. Uh, they're minus 16.5, the total 50.5. Any thoughts on this game, guys? I, I absolutely love it the other way. Okay. I love Troy. Well, that's probably a good side to be yeah. on. Then. Sun Belt champs, 11-3 against the spread. Uh, last 14, 4-0s, road dogs. Like it. I, I'm, I'm telling you, Kansas State, uh, they got a good running back, rant, rush for 248 yards. Last week, I, I think they give Kansas State all they want on okay. the road. I, I really like well, it. it. It's it, one of my better plays of the weekend. Well, that's good to hear because, uh, like I said, K-State taking a lot of public action, which is usually a good thing yes. for when you're on the other side. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on that game? Uh, I, I'm expecting a lot of points in this game. Okay. Coach says Troy's going to give him uh, a battle, so, so uh, I'm going to go with that. Over the total, man. One of my better plays. Okay. Troy, a heavy I'm going to put a coach. big mark on that one, Mark. Yep. All right, moving on. Another team taking um, public money early this week. The Syracuse Orange host, hosting the Western Michigan Broncos. The Orange minus 23.5. The total 56.5. 
Uh, Syracuse looked all right last week, uh, but I would say this is a tricky spot for them. Any any thoughts on this game, guys? I like Syracuse at home. I don't okay. think Western Michigan's very good. Beat St. Francis 35-17 or picked uh, next to last in the western side of the MAC. Right. Syracuse at home. Um, obviously, sixty-five nothing over Colgate. That doesn't say much, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Syracuse yeah. takes care of business. Yeah, I, I like this game over a tad. Um, I think uh, Syracuse conducive to playing overs in that in the Carrier Dome. So, I think there could be some points, but I agree. I would lean towards Syracuse if you can get better than that 24, uh, 23 and a half or better. I would say um, you probably don't want it going up too much higher than that. Um, any thoughts on Miami UMass? Uh, I, I lean I lean a tick toward UMass, but I'm I'm okay. probably stay away so from it. UMass catching seven and home total forty four in that one. Moving along, UNLV the Rebels on the road at Michigan. Uh, sharp money showing on the Wolverines. They probably weren't at their best last week. No. They lay thirty six in this contest against UNLV in the total fifty seven and a half. <laughs> I like this game over quite a bit. Uh, and what do you guys? It's think? It's not enough points, Michigan. Yep. Uh, Michigan is going to hand it to UNLV. Yeah. Wasn't that about the same spread they had last week <laughs> against uh, <coughs> East Carolina, was it? Yeah, similar. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you got that, agree with you. Yeah, you that. got that little uh, crickle uh, there. Joe's got to get us a new uh, microphone. All right. All right, right, but yeah, thank you. Uh, no, I, I think Michigan will cover that spread. They, that, that UNLV gave up 409 yards to Bryant college yeah. last year now they're giving yeah. 409 to them yeah you what, what's michigan wow. gonna do unlv one of the probably the worst programs in college football yeah. they're really terrible uh, the people I, in nevada just bitch about how awful they're on their coaches so i uh, think michigan puts six could get on ugly. board could be really ugly really ugly. and i'll take that too because it's 57 and a half yes. and we'll get it over so all right next game uh, a little bit of an interest Woo-hoo. for me texas nm visiting miami uh, Texas A&M minus four and a half on the road to total 51. Um, obviously, I'm wearing a Miami shirt, so you probably won't listen to anything that I say. Right. But normally, I'll be pretty honest about this team. Um, I think they got a chance to win this game. I'm not saying they're going to. Um, but Miami's defense is very stout. Um, the under may be in play here. Texas A&M, they just don't impress me in any way, shape, or form. Um, what do you guys say? I'm, I'm leaning A&M a little bit here. Okay. Um, they've won 17-9 last year over your Canes. Miami were, was 0-2 as a home dog last year against the spread. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning A&M a, a tick. Chris? No, I'm going with Miami getting the points. I, I don't like A&M. I don't like their coach. Never have. Uh, and that, that, yeah. That's just a personal thing. But uh, I, I, I want to see you guys make a resurgence, and I hope you guys can. It's so. going to be a while. But, well, yeah, they got to start something. The first, the first game was was positive. The, the defense played so, exceptionally well, and they got they definitely have a good quarterback. And that's a great time too. Three thirty on Saturday. Yeah, yep. perfect. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, the Canes can uh, hang in. All right, the next game, the Gambling Bowl. The state of Iowa is going to be yeah. have eyes all over this. Is the Hawkeyes visit the Cyclones? <laughs> Hawkeyes minus four, total thirty six and a half. Um, I really don't have a play here. I would stay away from this game. I just don't trust. There's guys suspended on both sides of this. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to expect here. Coach, thoughts? Uh, I mean, Iowa scored 24 last week, but that's only because they scored their first touchdown in the first 48 seconds because they had a long play down to right. like the eight yard line. Yeah, and after that, but but well, then they scored again quick. It was 14 to nothing. Yeah, and then they just flailed around cold. like as usual. Yep. I, you can't play this game anywhere but under. No, you gotta, no, you, you, you have you're, to. Play you're insane under. if you if you bet these. If you bet Iowa games over, you're you, nuts. You're gonna you're gonna be miserable because you're gonna watch them play between the 30s 
all freaking day. Yep. It's a it's a punt, yeah. punt, 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 punt. Well, that was similar to what the game last week between what Nebraska and Minnesota. Yeah, it's a horrible. Game. <laughs> yeah, just ten. Horrible. Yeah, just yes. a horrible. Why well, just go opposite of you guys just for shits and giggles? Why you're playing it over? Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Twenty to seventeen. Yeah, good luck. All right, moving along. <laughs> uh, this is an, actually an interesting game now after last week. Uh, UTSA hosting Texas State. UTSA minus twelve and a half total, sixty five and a half. UTSA one of the worst games they've played in about yes. three years, and Texas State played probably their best game in program history. Um, that would tend to make me lean towards uh, UTSA bouncing back here, Coach. But what do you think? I like UTSA. Yep. I do that. Their quarterback, he they got a very good quarterback. He uncharacteristic uncharacteristically bad game. Right. Last week lost seventeen to ten to Chris's boy. Um so I I I and Texas State is uh oh and four one uh oh and four against uh UTSA. Yep. And so I, I, I look for uh, UTSA to bounce back and take care of them because you Texas State, kill, you know, celebrating oh, yeah. that big. Oh win. yeah, they're t- shit. They're, yeah. The girls are telling them how great oh, they yeah. are. They're getting, they're smelling themselves, <laughs> yeah, yeah. walking around campus with hard dicks. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it could be a trouble spot for Texas State. So yeah, I'll be leaning, uh, actually playing UTSA there. Chris, what do you think about that game? Uh, I'll take the same with that. Okay, I, I, I agree. I think Texas State. I mean, that was a great win, but they're, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're sm- what, what is it? Smelling yourself? Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't hope they smell good. Yeah. So. All right, next game. This game intrigues me a little bit. Ole Miss at Tulane. The Rebels minus seven and a half on the road to total 65. Tulane with a nice win last week. A lot of people picked against them against South Alabama. And then you got uh, Ole Miss, who is uh, expected to be pretty offensively gifted again in the SEC. Uh, I lean the Rebels here. I, I'm really a big fan of Tulane, but I think this game – is a little bit of a trouble spot for them, Coach. What do you got, say? Got a great quarterback, Michael Pratt. Yep. Outstanding quarterback. They said this might be one of the biggest games in Tulane's history. Oh, yeah. Uh, Going to be a, an incredible uh, atmosphere. Ole Miss is really good. I think Ole Miss is going to make some noise in the SEC. Yep. Scored 73 last week, but I, I'm with you. I lean Ole Miss a yeah. little bit here. And I, I kind of lean towards the over, too. I think there'll be some points in this game. Yeah. Tulane showed they could score. Uh, they beat up on USC last year in the bowl game. Um, Ole Miss has not been known to have a great defense either. So, I think over could be a play. Chris, what are your yeah, thoughts? Well, hopefully uh, Tulane can get a, a, a huge early season win uh, over the Rebels. And I need the Rebels to lose anyway, don't I, for that? The end uh, of, that yeah, I believe so. With Coach. So, uh, um I'm going to take the green wave, uh, getting seven and a half. Okay. Next game on the card, game 353, 354. UTEP at Northwestern. If what you an need exciting a nap, one. If you need a nap. Yeah. Well, is this our first nap game? Nah, yeah. Well, no, games? that, uh, well, there was one other one. Uh, well, Iowa, <laughs> oh, no, I guess not. Yeah. Well, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa State. State yeah, yeah. 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 But this game, um, 38 and a half to total. UTEP laying one and a half on the road. I actually like this game over for some reason. Really? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I think UTEP might score some points here i don't love it uh sharp money actually showing up on northwestern if you can believe that or not uh the wildcats uh really looked uh, very just, feeble uh, in their first uh contest of the potentially year, so. the worst game of the day yes i would agree yeah i, I, I don't not <clears throat> northwestern is just an absolute mess so uh, okay. i'm gonna take the miners uh, giving a point now. we got soup on the phone oh, here. oh. perfect timing soup. soup uh your east carolina pirates host marshall this weekend the, the herd minus three on the road, total 44. What are you thinking about your Pirates' chances against the herd? I just think East Carolina has to, like, I was honest 
honestly impressed with the defense against Michigan. They just couldn't move the football at all. So if they can just get some points on the board, I mean, at least they stand a chance. Yeah, I agree. Are you going to be at the game? No, I'm not going to be at the game. I'm going to be at the Pine Room celebrating oh. the Steelers going 1-0 this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Oh, that's underway to 14-3, and three, right? 14-3. and three. I'll talk to you fellas later. Let's go Steelers. Right. Later. <laughs> See you, all right. Uh, any thoughts on Marshall in East Carolina other than what Soup said? No, I'm 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 all ears with Soup. Okay. Yeah, I I, I like East Carolina a little bit in that. I think they play very well at home, so it'll yeah. be a good crowd, and that's a tough environment. Uh, anything on Kent State and Arkansas? Yeah. I lean over in that game. I pass on that game. Okay. Well, they're well, they're also. You mentioned UNLV being one of the worst. Kent State's just god awful too. So they they were bad last week. They're they're actually I was. Picturing them to be even worse, but yeah, they're horrible. Well, Absolutely take, horrible. I'm gonna, uh, I think that uh, yeah. Razorbacks get them really. Good. I think Razorbacks and over is probably yeah. a pretty good play there. Uh, anything on Tulsa, Washington? I'm a big Husky backer this year. I, I am too, but I'm 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 gonna lean just lean Tulsa getting to 34 and a half. Yep. Is that what you got it at? Yep. Yeah, I'm lean Tulsa, but I I'm with you. I'm a, I, I agree. I really like Washington, but I'm lean. Tulsa getting the points. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to lay those those kinds of spreads. Um, and maybe take a take a shot in play if Washington starts out a little. They started out slow last week. Maybe they start out slow. You get it down in the twenties, and then maybe you take a shot with it. I would recommend that. But they're very good, and they're going to be very tough yes. at home all season long. App State at North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina starting to become a public darling after the late last year. They're they're good finish to the season. They got a very good quarterback in Drake May. They're laying 18 at home here against the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Total 58. Uh, as I said, the public all over UNC. Are you a believer in UNC, Coach? After their well, win against Carolina, do you remember the? Do you remember this game last year? Oh yeah, oh Nick, yeah. Nick and I, I had it under. Yes. Or, no, I had it under. Yes, I do. And both teams scored in the sixties. Absurd game. Yeah, both teams <laughs> scored in the sixties. There were one hundred twenty-four points. Did it, did scored it end up going to overtime? Was it an uh, OT? I believe so. I think it was an yeah, OT. I, believe, I think but, they were down to those two-point conversions. Yeah, things, both teams scored in the sixties. They could not stop each other. And I like it again over the total. Okay, I'm uh, playing I, over the total. I would again. say that's a pretty good play, Chris. Any thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> I think it will be a, a pretty competitive game, and I'm not so sure about that total, but I'm going to take uh, App State getting those points. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. moving on. 6 o'clock kickoff. It's the SMU Mustangs at the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma minus 15.5, the total 68.5. I tell you, they Oklahoma um, looked okay last week. Maybe they're starting to trend back upward as they get ready to lead the Big 12. What are your guys' thoughts on the Sooners and in this game? Uh, I'm leaning Oklahoma here. I, I yep. put up 73, as you said, last week. Dylan Gabriel looked really good. Their quarterback, I think he's very good. I think they're going to be better. Their defense seems improved, Yeah, I, I think, think they're going to be better than they were. I like uh, I like Oklahoma at home, giving the 16-and-a-half. Chris, any thoughts? Ditto with Coach. Yep. I don't think they'll have any issues. Yep. With Mark McLaughlin's team rolls yeah. in that game. Easy. Uh, anything on New Mexico State Liberty? That's a really bad um, game. Uh, New Mexico State uh, – I, I, I think Liberty's pretty good. Okay. Um, I, 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 um, I, I, you know, New Mexico State lost 41 to 30 to UMass in, in week zero yep. and come back and beat uh, Western Illinois last week, 58 21. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to lean Liberty. I'm going to lean Liberty a little okay. bit given the 10 and a half at home. Okay. Uh, next game, Ohio Bobcats on the road at the Florida Atlantic Owls. The Owls are uh, highly touted a little bit this year, strangely enough. Uh, their basketball team was as well. Uh, minus five for the Owls at home. The total 61.5. Any any observations on this contest? I don't. I don't either. 
Chris? No. <laughs> I thought you'd no, be in, traveling no. down in o, OU country once in a while. You might have some scoop on the Bobcats. No. Okay. All right, let's try this one then. UAB, the Blazers on the road at the Georgia Southern Eagles. Any any observations or thoughts uh, on this game? Georgia Southern uh, was 125th in the country in defense last year. Right. <laughs> I is think, that is that Clay Helton's team? Is he yes, their coach? Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I think good on offense. I think so. there's going to be some points scored. I, in this I, game. I would agree with that. I'd play this game over. He uh, he's finally got some of the like they they were they ran yeah. one of those weird offenses and yeah. he's, he's now made the adjustment. So I think they're offensively they're pretty good. So I I agree with that pick. Yeah. Um, you Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. Actually, they're called Louisiana now, but everybody right. lists them as right. Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, they go to Old Dominion. The Raging Cages, minus six on the road against ODU in the total 51.5. I, I would lean Louisiana here. I think they're a pretty solid program. I, I, I kind of like them. Any any thoughts, yeah, Coach? Yeah, same way. I'm going to lean Louisiana. Okay. Chris? No. Nothing no, on their no, Raging no Cages. Thought, no. All right, I, now a game that I know Chris is going to have an opinion on. His guy, Patton Arduzzi, yeah, at yeah. home. Uh, the Pitt Panthers hosting the Cincinnati Bearcats. Pitt minus 7.5, the total 47. Heard a lot of people talking about the the uh, total in this game, that they think this is a good over game. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of Pitt or Cincinnati as uh, Pitt is uh, dealing with uh, some departures, and uh, Cincinnati lost their coach. So I don't know what to make here. Um, Coach, any any thoughts on this game? I, I really like Cincinnati here. Okay, I think Cincinnati uh, not only covers, possibly uh, pulls a, a, a straight up win. I can see that. I have no faith in Pitt, Chris. What, no, are, you, what are your no, thoughts? No, we're riding high after that big win against Wofford. Uh, home field <laughs> oh, advantage really? at Acrisure. So I, I you going it. up? Uh, no, I'm not. I got to rest up for golf oh, on, right. on Sunday. Oh. But uh, so they're they'll. they'll um, they're going to beat them uh, 27-10. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Moving. Okay. Go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> and Buckeye local Panthers, yeah. I mean. All right. On to the next one. North Texas, the Mean Green on the road at the FIU Panthers. North Texas minus 12 and a half. The total 52. Uh, some public money showing on Florida International. I really don't know how that could possibly be, but <laughs> somebody's out there betting it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mean Green, uh, Coach, we, you had them uh, last week. They couldn't stop anybody. I know. Ab- Cal Bears just absolutely let me them. down. They they come back, they come back, score, then Cal would score and score again. And Nick Nick was up my ass about North <laughs> Texas, and they let me down. So I'm rolling Florida International. Okay, Chris, anything on that game? No, I'm going to go with the International Panthers. Okay, the International Panthers. I like that. Jacksonville State on the road at Coastal Carolina. Coach, your Chanticleers land thirteen total fifty eight. Anything in this game? I don't. I don't. I don't anything either. in that game at all. There's not a whole lot of games I really like no. this week, strangely enough. All right, moving on. UConn at Georgia State. The Huskies, three-point dog here against Georgia State. Total 54.5. I think UConn wins this game. I think UConn should be favored in this game. And uh, I will tell you this. It, they they hung around. They they covered in the first week. Uh, they're they're dangerous. They're, they're an all-right team. They're well-coached. And uh, I think the Huskies will probably upset a couple teams this year. And uh, I think this will be one of them. Right out of the shoot. So, what are you guys saying about the Huskies and the Panthers? I'm leaning UConn also, a tick. Okay. I got the under. Chris on the under. Okay. Moving along, Memphis at the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Memphis minus 21.5, total 58.5. I have no opinion on this, Coach. Me either. Okay, Chris? Nothing there. No. Okay. Didn't know if you had any Red Wolves insight out there. Because I think there used to be a thing called Red Red Wolf Snuff. 
So I yeah, thought maybe I somebody would give you a tip Red on Wolf. the Red Wolves. <laughs> All right, UCF coaches Knights on the road at Boise State. This is an interesting game, a pretty good game, actually. UCF minus 3.5, total 57.5. Boise coming off uh, a game against Washington where they just got blasted in the second half, but they played a good first half. And then UCF looked arguably the most impressive team that I watched last week, Coach, but they were playing Kent State. Yeah. So what do you think here? I'm, I'm playing UCF. I still believe in them. I think they're going to be a... I think they're going to be a handful in the Big 12. I think they're 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 really going to make some noise, and yep. I think they go into Boise and take care of business. I like them. I agree. Chris? It's totally opposite of coach. I think that's a tall task for them to go all the way out there to Boise and play in a, a, a night game. On a Boise. blue field. Yep. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to take Boise. Okay. Let's go on to the game of the weekend. The Texas Longhorns visiting the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Tide minus seven. You can find some seven and a halfs out there. If you're looking for Texas, I urge you to hunt for that hook because it might be that. You might need that. Coach has a good opinion on this game. He's had it for a few weeks. The total 54 and a half. I lean to the under in this game. I That's think it's going to be a pretty, uh, you know, nip and tuck type. Kind of have a little bit of a, I don't want to say a playoff atmosphere because those games have been high scoring in recent years. But I think early season, I think both teams will be careful and really want to win this game. Uh, Coach, where are you leaning here? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning more to the under. I really like Texas earlier. Uh, I already bet them. Uh, they I weren't got, great last week, though. Yeah, Does that worry no, you a little bit? Yeah, and I'm not as sold on them, but I do like the under and under Sarkeesian. Yep. Uh, they're they're three and zero to the under as a road dog. Okay, fifteen and eleven to the under under Sarkeesian overall. Okay. So I'm leaning I'm leaning under here. Okay. I'm with you. I'm leaning under, and I don't think Alabama's offense is in full full gear yet. I know they put up big numbers last week, but. I think it's going to be a really, really big test for them. Hell of a game. Yeah, with athletes on both sides of yep. the ball for these both of these teams, I, I expect uh, the uh, Crimson Tide to control the ball a little bit more, run yep. the ball a lot more, and yep. then the clock uh, eats up here. So Playing the under. Under definitely for me and Coach Chris. What are your thoughts on the well, horns man, and the tie? You know what? I, uh, I'm, I don't say this off, but I'm, this is a matchup that I'm really looking forward to. The two, two oh, legendary good. programs, uh, 7 o'clock, ESPN. I uh, I expect a very close game, uh, but I think it's uh, there's going to be a lot of points in this oh. game. Oh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over. Okay, all right, going. You guys both have unders. Yes, yes, sir. It's all right. Uh, moving along, Middle Tennessee State at Missouri. Any thoughts on this game? Missouri laying twenty and a half, forty eight the total. Tigers, <laughs> go Tigers. Yeah, I don't. I know. I'm, I'm passing. Okay, and next game: Dana Holgerson and the Houston Cougars visiting the Rice Owls. Houston minus ten. The total fifty two and a half. I like Rice in this game. I do too. What do you guys say? I do too. They okay. played. They played Texas. Uh, they covered yes. the spread against Texas, which I I really liked. That was one of my good plays last week, and. Uh, I like him again this week. I like him catching nine and a half. Uh, yep. And I think Holgerson, he's just the kind of coach yep. that's going to start smelling himself after that win last yep, week and I agree. think he's better than he is. Chris, what do you say about your buddy Dana? Well, I think he they're going to win and they're, they're going to cover and hopefully uh, Houston will get right on 33 because that's what I got in the oh, college okay. football. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Good, it means Chris. a lot. Maybe they'll lose 43 or 44, 40, 30, 33. 33. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, going along, it's a good battle here as the Pac-12 visits the Big 12. The Oregon Ducks on the road at Jack Basinger's Texas Tech Red Raiders. Oregon minus 6.5, the total 67. This is an interesting game. Texas Tech let a lot of people down last week. People were very high on them. Oregon 
doesn't always travel very well. Uh, Coach, uh, you've been pretty complimentary of Bo Nix since he moved to Oregon. Uh, what do you think about this game? Should be a good one. I, I think there's going to be up and down the field. I'm playing this game over the total. 7 o'clock kick. Chris, you're right. There's, that's some good games here at 7. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, another good one. Really Let's just hope we're all coherent. Hey, I like the Houston, yeah. Ri- I like the Houston Rice game at 7. Yep. I like the Oregon-Texas Tech. you got Alabama. That's a, that's yeah, and, a, and there's a couple other ones we haven't got to uh, yet that's that a are nice, pretty good. Uh, that's a nice, nice night. Chris, Ducks, Raiders, what are you thinking? Um, uh, the Ducks are going um, to – give the points. Okay. Ducks. You on the road. Lay it. Okay. That's tricky. Ah, man. I I like what Coach said. I like the over, but I would somehow I lean Texas Tech if I'm picking a side yeah. there. If I can get the seven, I'm on Tech. I agree. Uh, UCLA at San Diego State. The Bruins minus 14.5, total 48.5. Chip Kelly's team not all that impressive last week. San Diego State's tricky. Um, I would tend to lead to the over in this game, but uh, what are your thoughts on it, Coach? Uh, I'm I, I'm going to take the points at home. I'm okay. I'm not a UCLA fan. This no, year. I'm, I'm not either. And I, yeah, I, I, the same way. I'll take 14 and a half. Yep. In San All right. State. Moving on to another pretty good game. Wisconsin Badgers make the long trip to Pullman. Uh, the Badgers minus six and a half on the road at Washington State. The total 58 and a half. I like Washington State here. I'm, I think they're going to be they're going to be fired up for this game. I think it's sneaky, and if I, I'm hoping that maybe I can get seven, not sure I will, but I'll be taking the Cougs. What do you say, Coach? Yeah, they upset uh, they upset Wisconsin last year uh, at Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin's one and three in their last four road games against Pac-12 teams. So I'm uh, they're traveling out there. I'm I'm taking Washington State getting the points. All right, Chris. Yeah, they're Washington State's kind of like my dark horse in the uh, the Pac-12. So uh, in in order that for them, they they're going to need this win. And playing at night at home, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give or uh, get, or no, take the points. I'm sorry. That'll be a nasty yep. atmosphere. Yeah, out there. It'll be a fun game. And those people are crazy. All right. Moving along, the Arizona Wildcats at Chris's of Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs minus nine, the total 60. Chris, let me just say this for your Mississippi State win total bet. If they can't win this game at home, uh, it's all over for you. So Yes, uh, yeah, Arizona's a mess. They're, I think Mississippi State rolls in this game. That was one of the teams that we were definitely okay. on in the Pac-12. So, yeah, we're, we're going to roll We're, we're going to roll big time. Okay, Coach, what so, are you thinking? Well, I'm going to have to wear my Mississippi State shirt because I'm going to go with you guys. Okay. <laughs> Roll Bulldogs. All right. Temple, the Owls on the road at Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights minus nine, a total 44. I like Temple in this game. Uh, I thought Rutgers was solid, but uh, I think the Owls are a little little sneaky here. And if I can get 10, I'm hopeful this goes up to 10. Rutgers played pretty well last week. People will be on them. And I'll be taking the Owls, uh, hopefully, plus the 10 points. Coach, where do you I'm fall I'm playing here? this game under the total. That's probably a really good I bet. like it under. I just circled the under. Yeah. Right before you said You can't that. go wrong with Rutgers and under no, this year. I think that's no. going to be a strong one. Job uh, gave Rutgers out as his <laughs> win total of the year, and they are 1-0 wow. already. So, a good start for Job if he can get a win here. Don't sleep on Job. I know. You know he played, when he, he, when he gives them out, he doesn't give he them out had, often. You know. But when he gives them out, they're usually pretty yeah, pretty like, live. So. He knows. He knows. Yeah. All right, Charlotte, the 49ers on the road to the Maryland Terrapins. Terps minus 24.5, the total 51.5. I like this game over the total. Coach, what say you? I'm staying with you. I'm okay. going over. Chris? Yeah, it's going to go over, but Maryland is going to whip their ass. Yeah, so, I, I would yeah, that, depend on Maryland to score at least in the yeah. 40s, the high 40s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Eastern Michigan at Minnesota. P.J. Fleck minus 20.5 at home. The uh, Eastern Michigan Eagles catching 20.5, that is, and the game uh, total is 48.5. 
I was not impressed with Minnesota. I don't know what to make of it. Maybe Nebraska is okay. Um, I don't know. I'm passing on this game. I'm, pl- I'm playing Eastern Michigan okay. here. Okay. I would go Just that way if I had to make a yep. play. Chris? Yeah, I'll go with Eastern Michigan as well. I'm, not, right. I'm not sold on Minnesota. Boring. Yeah. Low scoring. Fleck, very very. Boring. Air Force on the road at Sam Houston State is our next game. Air Force minus 14. Total 37 and a half. Usually when these totals are low, they're low for a reason. I will be going under in this game with 37 and a half. Jesus. I don't know how that can be. It's like an NFL total, but uh, I'm going to lean the, the under. Any thoughts on this game, guys? No, I no. do not. Okay. Moving along, Southern Miss, the Golden Eagles at the Florida State Seminoles. Seminoles looked incredible last Ooh. week, especially in the second half. They're laying 31 at home here at Dope Campbell Stadium, the total 53. Um, this is like a spot where I would not play Florida State right. minus 31. Florida State rolls in this game. They name a score. But uh, I may may just take a little shot with Southern Miss. Just that maybe you. they just backdoor them. I'm with you. But, Got I it. mean, talent-wise, Florida State's as good as anybody I've seen so Southern far. Miss. All right, moving along. <laughs> Oklahoma State at Arizona State. The Cowboys minus three. Total 52 and a half. This is a tricky game here. Uh, Gundy traveling down to Tempe. I, I think that I like Oklahoma State here, but I don't love them. Uh, Coach, what are you thinking about this game? I, I like this game over the total a little bit, but not just a lean, not nothing major. Okay. Chris? Nah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, it says Cowboys. Yeah. I'll probably lean that way myself. All right, Stanford at USC. Stanford are just horrendous. Uh, USC minus 29, total 69.5. I guess Stanford does have a win, so I can't say they're that bad. But, uh, yeah, USC probably just names a score here. But I think Stanford will score some points. Um, I don't like USC's defense at all. Uh, guys, any thoughts on this game? Well, one thing I know for sure, I'll be asleep probably by the time yes. this thing yes. kicks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe not asleep, but wrapping things up. Um, so I'm going to play the game over and go to bed. Okay, that sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, I, I, that's a winner I mean, if US, I've ever heard one. I mean USC. I mean their opponents sucked the first two games, but they scored what fifty six and sixty six. So yeah, I think though, like you said, name the score, but they, they will cover that twenty nine. So I'm going to take okay. USC. All right, uh, ten thirty kick. Auburn visiting California. This is an interesting game. Auburn minus six and a half. The total fifty five. I actually would stay up and watch this game if I was able to, but probably ain't going to happen. Uh, ain't going to happen. I, I think. Uh, I think maybe Cal's okay. I thought maybe they were, uh, but they played North Texas and beat them around last week. I think maybe over could be the play here, but I would not talk anybody off of playing the Golden Bears at home here. Coach, what do you think? I'm, I'm going the other way. I'm, okay. I'm going to okay. play Auburn. I'm not an Auburn backer, but I think this is a spot here that, that Cal should easily cover after last week, but I'm going to play uh, that makes the, sense. The, the War Eagles coming in uh, to Cal and, and take care of business. Okay. Chris, any yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I might echo those sentiments, Coach, but uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that game under Ooh, the 55. Under. Okay, under. And then the get-out game, the Albany Great Danes. <laughs> Hawaii Rainbows. We'll be at the Pine Room watching this one, I'm sure. Yeah. Hawaii minus 8.5, total 55.5. Chris, uh, what about your me. Great Danes? <laughs> Boy, that's yeah. Well, good for them. They get to go out and see uh, uh, visit Hawaii, but I, I don't think they. It's uh, a long ass fucking yes, trip. Yes, it really is. Albany so, to Hawaii. Yeah, so, so I'll take the rainbows, given the points. All right, and that concludes college football week two with your winners here on Better's Last Stand. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. It's time to get in the NFL card where Chris makes his Whoa. money. It's Better's Last Stand. Matt, <laughs> Coach Chris here with you. We'll be right back. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. 
All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in. Better's Last Stand here, show number 52, live from downtown Wheeling. Actually, not live. A couple days tape delayed. All right, let's not waste any time. These guys got to get to a botchy match, so we're going to go right into the NFL card, and then I'll sum up a couple other things that are going on in the sports betting world after that. All right, the game Thursday, we don't have any time to talk about it because it played last night, but guys, real quick, Chiefs or Lions, Travis Kelsey now. Uh, probably not going to play with a hyperextended uh, I just, knee. Uh, I just saw it's questionable now. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got a chance to play, but I'm not sure he will. Uh, any any leans in that game? I would lean the Chiefs maybe now since the numbers dropped about two points. I uh, love the over in that game. I don't, okay. I don't see how there's not going to be points yeah, in that game. I, right? No, I, I got a 37-30. I, think, I mean, I think KC's going to win, but I, I think it, it's yeah. going to be a shootout. I think shootout. the over is the bet. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I would agree. You, if, you bet, if you bet under, you're going to sit there and just bite your fingernails all night because this yep. is – I don't, I don't, I don't think Jones. either team's really known for stout defense. Well, I mean, the Chiefs' they? best defensive players aren't even playing. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think over is the play as well, and I'd lean the Chiefs if you uh, yep. get that number before they say if Kelsey's playing or not. Um, if he's not playing, you might want to wait because I think you can still get some good value there. All right, Arizona at the Washington Commanders. Commanders minus seven, total 38. Coach, where are you going in this ball game? Under the total. That's my play. Okay. Chris? Uh, I, I have the game over. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I have it at 31-13. I think uh, uh, Cardinals just said they, they stand no chance in this game. Yeah. And not that the Commanders are great, or the Redskins, I should say, but um, right. they just, I mean, with the hell, I think they're, they're either going to play Colt McCoy or what's that other guy's name? Dobbs. Uh, yeah. They named Dobbs. Oh, Dobbs. Okay. Yeah, they okay. cut McCoy. He's already cut. Oh, they cut him. Yeah, okay. cut his sorry ass. All right, yeah. my bad. So, no, I, I got the game. Uh, I got Redskins and over. All right. I would lean the Redskins, but I'll also lean to the under, like Coach said. I think okay. the Cardinals might not score more than three in that game. All right. Carolina at Atlanta. This is an interesting game. Division battle. Week one, Falcons minus three and a half. Total 39 and a half. We talked about it before. A lot of people high on the Falcons, including you two guys. So where are you going in this game? I'm playing the Falcons. Okay. Chris? Uh, yeah, I got the Falcons. It would be interesting with the both quarterbacks in this game, with Bryce Young starting and then at Ritter. So I, I, I think it's going to stay under, though. I love the I, under I, in this I, game. That's my top play in the ooh. game, and I am leaning the Panthers. If I get three in the hook, I'm taking it. These division games tend to fall in round three points, uh, so I will take the three. I think the Falcons maybe win by three, and the game stays under. Moving on, Houston at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens minus 10, the total 43.5. This uh, this 10 is way too high. Um, Ravens have a lot of kinks to work out. I think over is the play in this game. I think there will be some points scored. Ravens offense will be uh, taking shots down the field. But I think Houston is going to battle people this year, and I would not be wanting to lay 10 points uh, with anybody against them. Coach, what do you yeah, think? I'm playing Baltimore in this game. Okay. All right. Yeah, I am too. I, I just think the Ravens, they, they've yeah. had a pretty goddamn good uh, defense. And that C.J. Stroud making his debut at, at – uh, uh, the Ravens. I, I don't. I don't foresee them scoring many points at all. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Okay. All right. One of the big showdowns at one o'clock. Cincinnati visiting Cleveland. Cincinnati minus two and a half. The total forty eight. Bengals on the road as a favorite. I like the Browns here. I know Chris likes the Browns. Coach, where do you come down on this um, ball? Game? Unfortunately, guys, I'm the other way. Okay. I'm gonna play the Bengals in this game. Chris. Now Burrow's definitely playing right. Oh, what I saw. Yeah. Uh, I like the under a little too. 
Yeah, what is that middle? Yeah, I, I have it. The, I, I got the Browns. I have the Browns winning by a touchdown. I, yeah. I did, but well, if you and I are both picking them, they got no fucking chance. So just <laughs> right. chalk it well, up right and now. And again, though, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Is Burrow rusty from missing training camp? And what kind of what what's Watson going to be like? Yeah, we don't. I mean, he knows, could either. But, the ceiling could. But I think be, they're. Yeah. I think Hi. Browns defense has definitely improved. So I, I, I I'm like, going gonna, gonna to take the Browns in this. And I like under Burrow's not played well in his first game. I know I'm not a Burrow guy. I'm not trying to say no. that I'm being biased here, but his early no, season play has not been good. So I think maybe if you have a chance uh, of jumping on the under here, maybe it, it's a low scoring game. All right, Jacksonville at Indianapolis, another division battle. Jags minus five, total forty five. Colts just had a mess of an off season. Uh, I don't trust this team at all. This is a game to me. It just everything just yells at you. Play Jacksonville, but yeah. it's a road game in the division. I got to pass on it, but I would lean Jacksonville. Coach, where do you? They come? always say if it's a point spreads five, take the dog. Yeah, a five point spread, take the dog. So I'm I, for some weird reason I'm right. gonna play the Colts. No, I mean, well, it makes sense. No, good luck with that. The Jaguars will beat the shit out of this team. This team's <laughs> awful. Uh, okay, and I, and I like uh, Jacksonville. They're they're like the. Obviously, the class of that division. Plus, uh, oh, Mike, what's his name? Red, uh, Mike, Calvin Ridley too. With uh, he's a new. Uh, weapon yeah, I mean for, they have all the so, tools. I mean, it's whether or not you believe in that. Looks like an easy play to me. Too and, easy. Uh, yeah. Florio said they're the most underrated team in the league. So uh, we'll see. I have thirty-seven to six. Oh, wow! Wow! Got yeah. your exact score. Good. Yeah. Good call. Oh yeah. All right, Tampa at Minnesota, former division battle. Minnesota minus six. The total forty five and a half. Um, I know, Coach, you're not very high on the Vikings. What what do you think of them laying six at home here? Well, I got Alexander Madison on my oh, so that changes team. things. That's that. Uh, but they got to give it to him. I still don't think they're very good. I and Tampa, I don't think they're good at all. But right, that, Baker they, Mayfield. Yeah, I, I'm playing Tampa though, getting the six points at uh, on the road. Okay, Chris, where do you come down on this uh, game? The Vikings are going to win a game. I don't know. I, I think that game's going to go over. Ooh. I like it. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm passing on that game. I would. I just can't play Minnesota minus six. I just can't. I know. I want to, and if they're at home, and they absolutely should crush this team, but they won't. They'll fuck around and yeah, probably get beat. All right, Tennessee at New Orleans. The Titans catching three on the road at the Saints. The total 41. Saints, another team like the Falcons, taking a lot of public interest. I really like Tennessee in this game. Okay. I am not a Tennessee backer by any means, but I do like Mike Vrabel. I like their running game, and I don't really love uh, the coach of the – what's his name? Dennis Allen. For yeah. The, yeah. I do not like that guy at all. Um I'm going to lean Tennessee, and hopefully I can get three and a half in that game. Coach, what do you think? I'm, I'm playing Tennessee, too. I like Tennessee in okay. this game. All right. Chris? No, I'm taking the Saints. I I, I think if, if New Orleans got a good defense and if they can, you know, keep uh, Derrick Henry under, uh, in check and then force uh, Tannehill to, to make plays because I don't, I don't trust him. So, I'm, I'm going with the Saints giving three. Okay. Uh, moving right. on. The big game around these parts, San Francisco. The 49ers on the road. Nick Bosa just signed, and they are at the Steelers. 49ers minus two and a half. The total, 41. Uh, man, everything to me says San Francisco should win the game, but I know better, and so does Chris, and I think Steelers are dangerous here. I'll probably pass on this game. Uh, Coach, what do you think? Uh, my play of the day, the under in the game. Okay. Under the total. San Francisco's best defense in the NFL. Steelers, great defense. I think both teams will try to establish a running game. I I like the game under a okay. lot. That's a good, I, good one. I, I see, I see like seventeen thirteen final. Okay, I can see that too, Chris. 
Well, you can see right there, Matt, Steelers are my lock of the week. Ooh. So I, I think they're going to win this game. They've, they've won their last two openers as underdogs. Ooh, okay. And playing at home. And I'm I'm just not a – and not that I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm not sold on this Purdy guy playing, you know, in Pittsburgh yeah. in the raucous crowd. And they, they've had some pieces on defense. And so – uh, to add to an already pretty damn good defense. So I think the Steelers are uh, going to win in, in a close game. Yeah, 49ers have, win. have not been good in early season games either, as I mentioned about the Bengals. Uh, 49ers lost to the Bears last year in week one. All right, Green Bay at Chicago. Big division battle. I can never figure out this game at all. I think both these teams really suck. The Bears minus one, the total 43 and a half, but I have uh, mixed thoughts. Uh, Mike Florio said the Packers would win that division. He said Justin Fields is a great fantasy player, which I agree with, so I had to take him in fantasy. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe it, but I didn't have a choice. And uh, I don't know. I have no no way of picking this game. I just don't know. I'm playing the Bears at home for champ. Bears. What about under? Uh, I, I, well, do, I, do, I do like it under. When Bears. I was looking at this, I did the same. Not, not, in, and wasn't even thinking about champ. But I looked at it, and and it is a tough game to even predict with the, with the two quarterbacks. But I do have the Bears at home. I had I have them winning twenty to seventeen. So that is Bears and under. I don't give. A I fuck. don't give a fuck. <laughs> All so. right. Raiders at Broncos. Another big division rivalry here as Vegas visits Denver. Denver minus three and a half. Total forty four. Um, the public's all over Denver. They think Sean Payton's a savior. I'd be a little leery of that. Um, lean the Raiders here, but I do not like Josh McDaniels. I think he, right now to me, is the guy that may be fired first this yeah. season. I think he <laughs> yeah. sucks. That's so funny you said that because I just, on my notes here, I was like, you know, he's not he's not a winning head coach. No, he's, he's a, a good clown. coordinator. Yeah. So, uh, and He'll be back with the Patriots and, next and I, year. And I'm, I'm not a Peyton fan, but he's definitely a major upgrade from last year. No, no, that he is. He guy. is. And I think he'll he'll work uh, with, with Wilson to get him back on track. So uh, I have uh, what is the line? I have Denver winning uh, 26-17. So take the Broncos, given three and a half. Coach, I like to. If I can get to three and a half, I'm playing the Raiders. This is going to be yep. a three point game. Agreed. I'll be on the Raiders as well. Three point game. All right, moving on. It is the Miami Dolphins. This is a good game. 425 kick. Miami Dolphins going out west to visit the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers minus three, total 51. I, I just don't see how in the world this game isn't a shootout. Uh, I know the total's high. But, man, 51, I think these teams go up and down the field on each other. Although I will say the Fangio factor, maybe the Dolphins' defense is improved, and maybe they're just a little bit better coached than the Chargers, which is a serious worry. Coach, where are you going here? Uh, over the total. Okay. So yes. Going over as well. Chris? Same way, man. I think All it's right. going to be a shootout. To probably the team that has the ball last will win. I think it'll be a good game, absolutely. Philadelphia visiting the New England Patriots. The Eagles minus four on the road. The total – 45. Now, this seems too easy. The Eagles probably go up. New England has had nothing but bad things I coming agree. out of their camp. And then, but you're going against Belichick, and uh, I don't know. I'm going to lean New, New England in the game. Me too. Uh, it looks too easy to play Philadelphia. I agree 100%. Chris? Uh, I, got, I got Philadelphia. I, I, I just don't think New England has much. Uh, offensively, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. Uh, although, yeah. uh, you know. You make uh, good points. <laughs> Jalen Hurts has never had to face a Belichick defense, which, he, you know, he's had obviously so yeah. much time to get ready for Philly. But I just think they got too much. I think Hurts, that offense, and even the improvements they made on defense. Uh, I, I have – I'm going to take uh, – Most of which might have been getting rid of their defensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I got the Eagles in this. Okay. Uh, all right, the Rams at the Seahawks, 425 kick, division battle, Seahawks minus five, total 46 and a half. Um, I like the under here, but I also like the Rams. I'm high on the Rams. I'm not super high, like they're going to be a, 
like a playoff team, but I think they are going to be better than people think. So I'll be going. This is one of my stronger plays here. I like the Rams, and I like the under in this game. Coach, what say okay, you? Okay, and I I said if it's a five-point spread, take the dog. So you'll be on the Rams I'm as well. I'm on the Rams. Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with the under, but I I, okay. I I believe Seattle's going to win this game built on what they did last year with the surprising efforts and, and performance of Gino. I don't know if he can do that again, but I think He's Seattle, got a lot of good weapons. To yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I think that should be a pretty decent game. Maybe a little boring, but uh, hopefully it's boring because this under was what we yeah. need. Yeah. All right, and then the nightcap. It's like this every single year. Dallas and the Giants. Yeah. Dallas on the road at the New York Giants. Dallas minus three and a half. Total 46 and a half. I can't bet Mike McCarthy's giving points on the road to anybody. I agree. I will take the Giants and expect if Dallas wins this game, it will be by a field goal or less. What do you say, Chris? Me. I have uh, – I think this is going to be a hell of a game, just a knockdown drag out. And I think Dallas's defense will be, be – will make the difference in this game. I'm, you know, Dan, Micah Parsons? Jones, yeah. 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 No, great. yeah. Cause so, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you as far as Mike McCarthy goes. But uh, I have Dallas uh, covering. Okay. Boy, we're, right. we're opposite now on Now, here's the I big got... question. How many times will Tom punch the bar if we're at the Vets Club after the Pine Room Golf <laughs> Outing? Well, if not there, then he'll he'll do it at home and Peach will run upstairs yeah. and hide under the bed. <laughs> yeah, run for the hills, Peach. All right, and then Monday night, finishing it up so these guys can go to Bocce. It's the Bills at the Jets. The Bills minus 2.5, the total 46.5. It's September 11th. It's New York City. It's going to be a highly emotional contest. Aaron Rodgers will surely have all the focus on him. He'll do whatever he can do to get that tension. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to say I want to bet the Bills in this matchup, but I, I really don't have a strong play here. I would lean towards the under in the game. What What do you think, Coach? The Bills spoil the party. Okay. All right. I can see that. Chris? No. No, the Jets are going to come out flying. I, <laughs> wow, I, I you just, guys are man, we are I know. I just think with, you know, and he's got a chip on his shoulder and the Jets fans finally probably uh, – have a really legitimate uh, high expectations but they got so much talent defense and, and yep. good offense so I, I i and i'm not sold on buffalo i mean they're still good but they would seem something i don't know like they've lost something i don't know what it, that could no, be. i'm with you there but i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna take not. the jets at the home open right and i think it's gonna be a very good game all right, right but i'm gonna take the jets monday night football we'll see you down the vets club all right that's gonna do it i'm gonna let these guys go to bocce uh we're gonna take a quick break and we are gonna be back with sam it's better's last stand we'll be right back all right, welcome back in. Better's last stand. Uh, had to let Coach and Chris get out of here before we conclude segment number two. Going to be joined by Sam in the third segment to talk about racing, and uh, we get his thoughts on some of the things in the NFL. But I wanted to just mention a couple of things. Uh, the Penn State game, obviously, if you were watching that game, really bad beat if you had the 40, 49ers, the Mountaineers in the under in the game, which uh, Coach was on the Mountaineers, I was on the under. Um, West Virginia gives up a touchdown with six seconds left. Penn State tried to score late. They should have just kneeled on it, but they did not. Uh, James Franklin takes a lot of heat for that, and uh, it's pretty clear now, and we'll talk about this on the radio. We talk about it uh, on, on a podcast on this show as well. We just didn't have time today, but uh, these coaches are well aware of the spreads now, and you need to be aware of which coaches are going to try to cover for their boosters and benefactors because that's going to make a difference going forward in this situation. Penn State was one of those. James Franklin, well aware of the spread. He gets the late touchdown, pushes the game over, covers the spread, and people are miserable on one side and very happy on the other side. Also, same situation, Kentucky. Uh, they were leading 37-14 against Ball State, and they threw the ball on their last drive. With, they started under 
maybe 35, 40 seconds left in the game. They score with six seconds left to win 44-14 to cover the spread as well. So, um, again, start taking notes about which coaches. So you got Mark Stoops, you got uh, James Franklin, both of those coaches looking to cover the spread. So if they're favored in games and you like the other side, be very leery. If they have a chance late, they will definitely try to cover the spread. I don't see that changing uh, at all. The American Gaming Association reports that one in four adults in the United States will make an NFL wager this season. An estimated 73.5 million people will bet on the pro football games throughout the season as betting is growing at a rapid pace. Colorado and TCU, as I mentioned, ex- anticipated to be the largest uh, or actually, that was last week, but one of the largest handles of a regular season game ever. And then this week's Colorado game is expected, uh, Colorado versus Nebraska, expected to be one of the most heavily bet regular season games in the history of college football, which is just fascinating stuff. Uh, Sport Trade launches in Colorado, is now available in Colorado and New Jersey. It's a betting exchange. It allows bettors to kind of uh, make investments in, in sports betting like it is in stock mar- in the stock market. So it's a little bit different than traditional sports books. Uh, very similar to stock trading, uh, according to the the founder, Alex Kane. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Uh, Inter-Miami in MLS, down to 6-1 to one now to win the, the MLS championship. They started at 200-1 to one when uh, Lionel Messi joined the team. So it's just pretty crazy. Uh, and then quickly in the AFL, we have some uh, matchups this week in the AFL finals. Collingwood visits Melbourne. Or actually, Collingwood hosts Melbourne. Uh, Collingwood minus two and a half net game. Um, I think that's going to be a really close game. I'm going to give out all these picks. You got Carlton in Sydney playing on Friday, St. Kilda in Greater Western Sydney on late Friday night, our time, and then Brisbane in Port Adelaide on Saturday. So the final eight are set. Uh, they had a week off last week to rest up and get ready, and uh, they'll be ready to uh, smash each other to bits out on the. Uh, the uh, AFL Park in Australia this weekend. So check out BLS underscore PRP for all of my plays there. Uh, Tennis-wise, we're looking very good at some of our quarter bets right now. Sabalenka through to the quarters or to the semis. Uh, Medvedev just won as we're taping the show. He's through to the semis. Djokovic through to the semis. And Coco Goff. Uh, who's playing exceptional tennis right now. So if you jumped on those plays back on the uh, social media train, hopefully you saw them and um, made the wagers. So, yeah, it's been a pretty good U.S. Open. All right, that does it for this segment of uh, Better's Last Stand. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and Sam's going to join me. We're going to talk about racing and uh, probably get his thoughts on college football and NFL week number one. It's Better's Last Stand. We'll be right back. Reminder. Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in Better's Last Stand. Matt joined by Sam now as uh, Coach and Chris had to depart for the big bocce showdown. Uh, They're getting towards the playoffs, and they have a colossal battle with one of the teams fighting it out for first place. Sam, uh, welcome to the show. It's your brother's birthday today, Uh, so good vibes in the family. And uh, how's your week been, and uh, what are you excited for the most about this weekend? Yeah, we'll give the first, like you said, the birthday shout-out to Max. Happy birthday, the big 3-0. Uh, excitement, Matt. This tennis has been holding me over. Oh yeah, I, I'm all in. Yes, I'm. I've liked. Ten- I mean, I love watching sports, but something about this one in particular. 
it yes. is sticking out to me of like, oh, yeah, I love tennis. Yeah, it, it's so awesome. I've really just been all over tennis all week and last weekend, so that's what's, that's what's got me really excited. I, I love it because I'm the same way. It is on my house constantly the entire time. Uh, I love it. Uh, we just I just had another pick that I'd given out uh, earlier, uh, Medvedev advancing to the semis. I had him. We had Sabalenko. We had Coco Golf. We had Djokovic. So we actually, if you did a four-teamer with them to, to win their quarters, uh, looks like we're going to be a winner. So uh, exciting there. And, uh, yeah, the, the tennis action has just been absolutely superb. Uh, I really, truly enjoyed that, that men's match last night. I ended up falling asleep during it, but it's so damn good. Um, you know, and some of these women's matches have been uh, awesome. Uh, Sabalenka playing awesome. Karolina Makova playing incredibly good. Coco Golf playing outstanding. Uh, yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. I'm really looking forward to watching these uh, these uh, finals of the men's and the women's. Who do, who do you like? You think Shelton can go? Boy, I had him last night. I had that match over, and I had him. Um, I don't know. I I just don't see anybody being able to beat Djokovic or Alcaraz on the men's side. As much as I'd like to see him do it, but uh, I'm not saying he can't take a set off of those guys. Uh, and Medvedev is really good too. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I've been on Joker. I just think he's just, he's just so good still. Um, he, he's just so good mentally. Uh, I think that he just kind of has an advantage over people. So probably, probably had to lean him in the men's side. And then, uh, the women, women's side, man, I, I don't know. I, Sabalenka was awesome today, but, uh, Carolina Makova, like I said, she, she's so good. She's got so many different dimensions to her game. She can play and Coco Golf's playing as good as anybody in the world right now. So I am really, I can't, uh, I can't discredit her at all. So I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be a really exciting weekend. What about you? Who are you leaning towards? I, I, you know, I want Shelton to be like, the, right. you know, you love the underdog story, but you're right. Joker or Alcaraz. Like I was watching Alcaraz and he chased down this ball and he just like gave it a little flick with his wrist and the power that, you know, he returned it with was, it was just incredible. And it he's is. Shelton's age too. It's like, all right, man. Yeah, no. And, he, and he's had a great showing and, he, and he's going to build off of it. And I think eventually he may have a game that's suitable to be able to compete with some of these guys uh, in the future as he continues to get a little bit more experience but he's gonna have a hard time beating Djokovic I mean it's just that's it's just a tough matchup for a guy of his age to be able to do and yeah it, these guys I mean Alcaraz Medvedev Djokovic they they're just at a little bit different level than these other guys and even Medvedev a touch below the other two but Medvedev on this hard service the way he swings it I mean he he swings the way he swings his racket it's like the most effortless stroke and I mean he hits it so damn hard um you know he he's definitely not to be overlooked here but um, I mean, Madison Keys for the girls too has, has played pretty good, but I just don't think that she's going to be able to uh, to be able to to get back past uh, Vondrasova probably. And then if she does, um, you know, Golf and Mukova, that's going to be an incredible match tomorrow. So I'm greatly looking forward to that battle. Um, but yeah, I I think I think it's going to be awesome. There's a lot of girls that can win this. I'd, I'd say I'd say there's probably at least three maybe four girls that are live and then i'd say maybe three three the three men but i mean i'd love to see shelton be able to i think he could take a set off of him but i don't i don't know that's gonna be tough real tough yeah anyway uh tennis if you haven't watched it folks check it out it's a great sport to bet on really enjoyable watch uh these the u.s open just something about that atmosphere as sam said it's electrifying and uh just captivating to to watch and and just see all the pageantry and the uh just yeah just everything that goes with it it's phenomenal stuff uh, moving on all right let's jump over to uh to racing uh f1 is off this week same old story verstappen 
Red Bull dominate. They go 1-2. Anything stick out? Ferrari at least brought it back. I kept waiting for those two idiots to collide with each other last week as they are going down in the final couple laps. And I'm like, oh, boy, these two goofs, they might take each other out. And then Mercedes runs uh, 5-6. Anything stick out from Italy outside of the the usual? You gave out a a nice one with uh, Alex Albon finishing seventh. He gave him out as a top ten. Uh, your your F1 plays were pretty dialed in last week. What were your observations from uh, Monza? Yeah, it was good to see that Williams finished in the top 10. Like I've said, that he's he's starting to really prove that he is a good driver. That first little Red Bull stint wasn't, uh, you know, yeah. wasn't what he actually is capable of. But one thing I did notice, Matt, that I find is very interesting, and they're not really talking about it too much, is that Aston Martin is 11 points away from Ferrari and the constructors. They have 217, Crazy. and Ferrari is at 228. Not yep. that that really matters at all. We know who's in first. Yes. But, you know, if there's anything to look at or a little battle or anything to make it more interesting than watching Max drive around. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, it, it just makes you wonder if Lance Stroll could ever finish above, like, ninth or 10th. And then this week it was right. disappointing 16th. Uh, and then even Fernando didn't have his best uh, this week either. But uh, still plenty of races left for Aston Martin to make some noise. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. But, I mean... Max is Max. Yeah. You know. How many in a row can he do? I mean, he's got to, there's got to be a week coming up here that he's going to have a, a little bit of a, something's going to go wrong for him. I would think, I mean, it just seems like it, it, it just, maybe not. I don't know. Does he win 12, 13 in a row? Uh, I, I think he does. And do you think they'll have an issue with it? Like if, if, if it's an all Red Bull, you right. know, winning season, you think that Formula One and the higher ups are going to be like, this is a problem. Uh, I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah, if it, especially if it continues with no no sign of change. I mean, yeah, the, the fact that no one else has been in victory lane. Well, ridiculous. actually, for this was podium. So, it's yeah, they have, but they've never been on the top of the podium. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think it's good for business. Uh, it's not great for our betting. Uh, you know, we're trying to find value, and we have. We give you out the double podiums and stuff. I mean, we're just... Trying to find anything that you can do at a decent price to try to scratch out some coin, but it, it isn't easy to find nice price winners in this because you have so many uh, so many teams that are just so vastly inferior to the, to the top level, and uh, you know it makes it difficult. But yeah, so Max Verstappen wins his tenth in a row, which is a it's a record tenth in a row. Um, next we go to Singapore, take a week off. Um, I don't know anybody that you're looking for to come out of this week off break. With some momentum, uh, does does Ferrari carry any momentum? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I Maybe in like a fantasy world, but no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Right, they can lie to themselves. I do like how those some of the the team principals and even some of the drivers is basically like, um, yeah, we're just racing for second or third. Like, yeah, we're trying to get to six on the grid. Like, that's about it. Like, that's that's all. They're at least they're honest. I, I will give them. There's not a whole lot of false optimism there. No, there's not, man. <laughs> Which Red Bulls just crushed it out of everybody, I guess. So, it's crazy. All right, uh, let's keep it an open wheel. Move along. Uh, well, Alex Pillow dominating last week. He gets the job done. The championship is uh, obviously been put to bed for a while now. He uh, he, he holds off uh, New Garden and Will Power last week. Rosenquist ran okay as well. Um, your thoughts? Uh, actually, no. I was looking at last year's Laguna Seca. So no, he he. Uh, who won? Who won at Portland? I'm 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 messed up. And it was who who just uh, won? It was Pillow Rosenquist yes, Pillow, Dixon yep. Award New yep. Garden? Sorry, I yep okay. 
Yeah, so Alex Pillow, I was looking at the wrong sheet. Yeah, so Alex Pillow, again, domination. Um, he's just he's just been the man all year. I mean, can you take anything away from him? He's been probably the best driver from start to finish, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he's he really – it was close in the beginning a little bit, but then he kicked it into, you know, second gear. I think Ganassi being behind him, too, was a big – I mean, Ganassi just – he makes good race cars, man. He does. It's just what they do over and over and over, and it's proof right there. And uh, yeah, he, he he earned it. He really yeah. did. And and he go we go to a place now, at Laguna Seca in Monterey, uh, Monterey Grand Prix, and he's probably going to be the favorite as usual. Uh, he won here last year. Um, do you see any value on anybody? I thought Will Power was a little bit interesting, but I'm, I I don't love anybody. What about you? I'm getting a little crazy here. It's the last last race of the year. Yes. So look at. Kyle Kirkwood and Christian Lundgaard. Okay. Both Lundgaard those was, guys won Lundgaard races was five earlier. Five last year, and, and they have both won this year, and they are way more in it this year than they have been. And it's the last race of the year. What do you have to lose? Right. People will roll the dice. I agree. I think you could see a off the beaten path uh, type winner here. So yeah, Kirkwood and Lundgaard make a little bit of sense. Uh, anybody else stick out to you? Roman Grosjean. Uh, New oh Garden ran God. well here last year. Rosenquist uh, top five. Um, yeah. You know, it's like Matt. These McLarens, they're almost guaranteed for one of the three is going to be in the top five. But like, yes, they're never there. They're yes. never there, and they're losing Rosenquist to Meyer Shank, which is odd. Very odd. I'm sure the money's pretty good. I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that seems like a like a downward move. You would think for him, but yeah, maybe the maybe McLaren's more internally screwed up than we we know. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. But, circuits, yeah, <laughs> right. But I mean, yeah. Besides Kirkwood, Lungard, and any of the three McLaren drivers, yeah, I, I don't know other than Pelot. Maybe <laughs> Ray Hall was P4 in 2021. Yeah. I mean, look at Bobby Ray Hall, but look at what he did last week. Yeah, the grid and finished twelfth. Yes, um, I agree. I think I I like those two picks though, Lungard and Kirkwood. I think they're solid. And yeah, Pelone just may go out in style and blow them all away. Um, I don't know. I I think those uh, if you can find a decent price on Lungard and Kirkwood, I think rolling the dice makes a lot of sense there. So stick with Sam, and hopefully we can get you a, a decent winner in the final race of the season for the Indy cars. Uh, moving on to the stock car boys, uh, Darlington race, man. I was beating around the bush. Had a lot of the guys right in the mix there. Didn't have Larson. Just, I mean, I was hoping Reddick could somehow get by him, and then he just started to fade. And then I was worried about Reddick getting caught for second because uh, Busher was coming. And you called it last week, or even actually over the last few weeks, but, like, Busher is a live contender in this playoff mix. Yeah, he is flying, man. And so is Kozlowski. Kozlowski. Yes, they're flying, man. I really think that either of those guys can – it could be a one-two. I I don't know, but there's not a – like track house in the beginning of the year, Chastain ran great, and then he was just right. off, and we hadn't seen him since. You know, it's great to see him now, but ever since RFK, I would say middle of the year, maybe before yes. the All-Star break, started getting these top fives, they haven't stopped. No, they've turned it on. They've had speed everywhere they've gone. They've qualified pretty well, and they have been up in the top ten and being factors in these game in these games in these races. If Brad Keselowski doesn't have a little bit of bad luck in a few of these races, he may have won one of them already too. Uh, he he's definitely. I, I think he is absolutely live this week. I, I like him. He's a guy that I'm definitely intrigued by. But you can no longer dismiss uh, RFK at all. Like these guys are legitimate contenders. You got Keselowski at around twenty to one this week. 
and uh, Busher, uh, where the hell's Busher at? I'm looking on the machine, I can't find him. But anyway, he's going to be at a pretty reduced prices. They're going to really, they're they're starting to get to the point where it's like uh, these guys are legitimate contenders week in and week out, and they're right up there with the uh, with the Hendrick teams. A Busher fifteen to one going into uh, the Hollywood Casino four hundred at Kansas this week. Um, all right, so going over to Kansas now. This is a track. Uh, a lot of guys have had success here, so you got a wide variety of, of winners. This hasn't been a track where it's been you know dominated by. Uh, you know, I feel like this track for the, all the knocks it takes is being kind of boring. I feel like since the new cars, it's been a little bit more action packed, a little bit more passing, and also um, they've kind of shared the wealth. I feel like with uh, with the teams that have had some success here, maybe the Chevys and the Fords have been a little bit better than anybody. But Denny Hamlin's been really good. So, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, who, who's the who's the guy that uh, that's your top on the top of your uh, radar? And then who's a guy that's kind of a dark horse for you? All right. Well, I'll jump to right at the top of my radar. I think Mister Hendrick is going to get my guy into victory lane this week. I think William Byron. Okay. Is the victor of this race. Uh, he he wasn't really in the mix when I looked at the numbers. He's you know he never he's never won here. Right. But just he drives for Rick Hendrick. He's he's a great he's the best driver I guess this regular season you could say. Right. Uh, I I just think he's gonna be there. I don't yeah, know why. He's... It's one of those things. I don't really have an explanation for it. As soon as I saw his name and how he ran last week, it's playoff time. Oh, yeah, he's definitely got a, a different level of concentration now. You see, the best guys, they raise their game up. So Byron just knows he's getting into playoffs. He's not going to max out. He's just going to be steady. Uh, not to say he's not trying to win, but, you know, he's not going to take ridiculous risks. Well, it was a different level of guy, and you could see those types of drivers on hand last week. It's a different uh, thing when you're racing for playoffs and, and being able to advance. And, uh, you know, you, so you got three races before they do a cut down. But Byron finished third here earlier in the year. He was uh, sixth here last year in this race. Uh, I I agree with you. I actually have uh, a guy, a, a dark horse guy that that I'll uh, I'll go ahead and share right now. He shares a stable with Byron, but I've always liked Alex Bowman at this track. Uh, he's been terrible this year, absolutely terrible. But I think this is a track that he's got to have a lot of confidence in, and I think that maybe he can play spoiler here. I'm not saying. It's a guarantee, but I think definitely worth a look at a top 10 or a top 5 here for a guy who's had a terrible season and could be uh, quite a good value there for Team Hendrick. He's about 35-1 to 1 to win the race, but I really like him as a top 10 car this week and possibly a top 5 uh, winning contending car. What do, you, what do you think about Bowman's chances? Yeah, I love I love that call. It's like the same, the same thing applies of it's, you know, he has not had a good season at all. But you're in the Hendrick camp, man. Yes. So you know you're going to have good wheels under you. Right. I definitely think that's possible. I also kept looking at Martin Truex. Yep. I know he's not really like a dark horse, but he's won here in the past. He's been great this year, too. He has. I, I find him to be a very solid top five car here in, in this race. I, I really do. I, I I think he's just the guy. You know, he's six to one. I probably don't want to bet him to win, but... Uh, it would not surprise me whatsoever. He he'll bring his A game here, and as as will Denny Hamlin. I think both of those Toyotas would be very strong. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chris Bell? I have Chris Bell here, and I also have Joey Logano. Yes, I like Joey Logano a lot in this race. He's actually my pick to win. 
yeah, I think Logano, uh, talking about guys who raise their level of competition when it's mm-hmm. playoff time, this guy does. Uh, he's won here three times. Um, yeah, and he's looking for some uh, momentum. He had some issues last week, unfortunately. But, no, I like I like Logano a, a lot this week. Yeah, and like we've been saying it, Matt, he's been quiet. Yes, He's been quiet. So. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, we talked about the RFK guys. I think both of them are live. I have Kozlowski. Uh, he was my second choice, so I had Logano. Kozlowski is my top two. Uh, Harvick is my steady top ten bet. I think he's an automatic top ten here. He did not run very well last week, actually, for Kevin Harvick. It's very strange. He was actually out of the top 20 for the late stages of the race, which is shocking. Um, so, But I'll be using him probably in some top tens and top fives, uh, Logano and Kozlowski to win, and then Bowman with my with my long shot play. Um, any other long bombers that you're interested in outside of uh, of Bowman? Uh, and I, I mean, Todd uh, Austin Dillon has run well here in the past, but, man, he's been so shitty this year. I just can't back him. Um, anybody stick out? I mean, people that have won in, like, the Xfinity race here are, like, Ty Gibbs and, like, Chase Briscoe. And I know mm-hmm. those are crazy things to say, but... Well, Briscoe actually ran well last week, too. I know. He's, he did. He's, he's he picking did. it up a little bit. I, I think he knew he was going get, to get canned. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like he's that, definitely but... been a little bit better in this this last third of the season. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think Gibbs will win or he, Briscoe will win, to be honest. But I think Gibbs but... can be a top-10 car. Oh, Definitely. Definitely, but a win. There's just there's too much on the line. Yeah, you're gonna have a hard time getting by some of these guys. And another guy we haven't even talked about yet is Chase Elliott. Um, he he's run here well in the past, and another one in the Hendrick stable. I mean, the, the Hendrick cars. It whatever reason I don't know why. And, and and it's weird how you get these predetermined things in your brain that like every time they go to Kansas, I'm always thinking Hendrick first to be the winning car, and it's not always turning out like. That. I mean, Denny Hamlin won won the last race and the one before that, Bubba Wallace won. So, but for whatever reason, I just picture Hendrick cars just get locked in at that track for whatever. Maybe it was more so in the old car, but um, I guess you can't really ever dismiss Elliott. No, I knew it was somebody I was looking at too. Like just, I think it could be somebody quiet that hasn't made a lot of noise like the Logano, Elliott. I mean, they're just, they're so good and they're so talented. They're, yeah. I don't know what's going on. You you mentioned them earlier. Uh, thoughts on Trackhouse? Do they do they save face here? They've been fading a little bit. I mean, Suarez actually picked it up for a, a stretch of races, but uh, Chastain, who was uh, fifth here in the spring, uh, can he uh, start to get some of the playoff magic back that he had uh, last year? I, I think I think he can. I mean, last week's finish was is a big boost and a big start to that. And yeah. I just think it's going to be if stick around, just be there in the end. I know that's a thing, but if you if you need to be the last guy that doesn't get eliminated every week, right? right. You know and what I mean? Yes. St- look how we had to do it last year. Yeah, well, that, that actually, Sam, that's a great point because that actually works in a guy like Chastain's favor. When he's on the edge, he's probably better than where, if he's like safely in. You know what I mean? Where he's having yeah. to like knock people out of the way and then pull that thing that he did last year. Uh, you know, to beat Denny Hamlin. I feel like guys like him are wired to be better like that than they are like, oh, he's safely in and he can just kind of cruise around. You said it, Matt. Look what happened once he won. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, Nothing. right. He's like, yeah, okay. He hasn't done dick since, but yeah. Nothing. So now it's a whole new season and things start over again. Um, all right, last thing before we uh, get you some some football thoughts uh, going into NFL opening weekend. Um how many different guys are going to win races in this playoff season? Ooh. I mean, it could be seven or eight, don't you think? 
I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I want to almost say at least six. Yeah. yeah at like least that. six because, man, there are some, there's like a big group of drivers that are running well. Yes. I mean, they are running well. Yeah. And, and, and if any of those guys get the right break at the right time, then they could have won any of these races uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Last week, a perfect example. There was probably five or six cars out there on the track that easily could have, uh, you know, if things break their way, they win that race. Any thoughts on Ryan Blaney? Any? I, I I really really like Ryan Blaney. He's one of my favorite guys. Uh, I I just I don't know. Like I feel like he's always steady, but does he ever have that extra gear to just like start dominating? I just don't see it, unfortunately. I don't either. I have a question mark by it. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan. I, I think he's a very good race car driver. I just think he's too damn nice of a guy. And I think that works against him a little bit sometimes. I agree. But I agree. I'm hopeful he'll do all right. But anyway, uh, all right. That uh, concludes our Hollywood Casino 400 talk. Um, Sam uh, going with William Byron. I'm going with Joey Logano. I think it'll be a great race. Um, and then what? We cut We cut after next week, right? That's the first cut? Three races? I yeah. Okay. Yes, I believe. So, man, these, these things. I really do actually like – a lot of people didn't like how they set this up, but I think it's kind of cool. It kind of gives – yeah, These little mini championship races uh, that, that make things exciting. So, looking forward to that greatly uh, from Kansas. On is that is that a uh, is that a Saturday race or is it a Sunday race? I honestly don't know. I didn't write it down. Uh, Last let's year see. it was a Kansas. The spring was a Sunday. The let's see. I think it might have been a Saturday last year. No, nah, maybe not. This one is nah, a, was a Sunday, Sunday at three. Sunday. Yep, Sunday at Sunday three. three. Okay, USA. Okay, Sunday three USA. Don't miss it. All right, let's uh, get your thoughts quickly on college and pro football. Anybody in college? You, you said you may give out one game a week. Any anybody strike you as intriguing after your Hawaii Rainbow Warriors <laughs> didn't quite come through, but it was a good. Nah, I knew that. I had no chance. No chance. <laughs> But you know what? I do have some, and it's it's your shirt. Oh, the Miami Hurricanes. There we go. Money, All right, I like this. The Miami Hurricanes money line against A&M. I hate Texas A&M. Me too. Oh, I hope you're right. Chris picked the same pick. Uh, I I think we got a chance. I, I I legitimately do. And if people know me well enough, they know I'm I'm not just saying that. I'm not some false hope fan. I'll usually tell you when we stink, and we're not very good. But I don't think Texas A&M is either. So I like no. our chances. Good, good call. And All also, right. yes, there I've seen the odds of plus twelve hundred to plus two uh, two thousand for Florida State to be the national champion. So uh, I think get it now if they have another good week. If yes, no, I, I'm with you there. I think they're very talented. Um, uh, they're they're going to be tough. Miami's really going to have a difficult time with them. Uh, yeah, Seminoles looked really impressive against LSU, who looked like a bunch of clowns when they just basically oh, quit. Oh, I was eating that up. I was Brian Kelly up. at his finest, right? Probably wanted to go up in a scissor lift himself. <laughs> yes, yes, that dickhead. Uh, all right, let's uh, turn the focus. Uh, Steeler fans, uh, well, Bosa signed just this afternoon, so I don't know how much of a difference that makes. Um, first of all, let's get your thoughts on the Steelers and 49ers. Steelers catching two and a half at home, the total 41. Any thoughts on that game? I think it's going to be tough. I mean, it's a good matchup. Yeah, It's a good matchup. I I, I don't know. It's just going to be a madhouse here. If the Steelers lose this first game, it is going to be insane, Matt. Like, yeah. people are going to lose their shit. No one, like, 
it's going to be some people back pick it, some people don't. It's just that's yeah. going to start the great divide if they lose this first how, game. How patient will they be with Kenny Pickett if he doesn't play good? Maybe like half the season, honestly. <laughs> it's it's crazy the stuff these people say here. I feel like they'll give him a little bit more leeway because he's a pit guy maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just throw the ball to Pickens. That's what everybody says is as simple as I, that. I think they're going to be all right. I really I do. do. I do too. Honestly, I think they're – they're getting slept on in that division. I think it's a mistake. Uh, I do. I, I and I'm not a Steeler guy, but I will tell you, they they to me are dangerous. They're dangerous in this game. San Francisco has not been very good in opening games. Um, I mean, I think this is a very close game. I think I can see 17-14, something like that. Either team, I, and I think the game probably stays under. Yeah, I agree. It, it reminds me of like everybody that was talking shit about like Deion Sanders. Honestly, it's like like they were saying, "Oh, you you know your team's not that good, this and that, and all this stuff." And Coach Tomlin, his team, they got all these new guys in here. Yes, something they haven't done in a long time. Everyone's projecting them to finish last. If you're not in Pittsburgh, especially Bill Barnwell, you fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking hate Bill Barnwell, man. God, yeah. he hates Pickett too. He hates him. Yeah, I don't think that's very fair. I, I mean, they, I mean, the kid last year, I mean, it wasn't a lot of it. He's, he's learning stuff new for the first time. I didn't think he did that terrible. I thought he was okay. I, people gotta people overreact. People think it's easy to play quarterback. It's like this poor kid that played for Ohio State last week. I mean, they, they want to kill this guy. Like he, I, I mean, know. give him a chance. I mean, they wanted to do the same thing with Stroud, though. I remember his first game. They hated him. Get rid of this guy. He's terrible. These people are irrational. It's it's really not that easy to do. And when you got Matt Canada calling a place, I know it could get tricky. But I think he'll gain more experience and be willing to make more checks at the line of scrimmage. It's got to be tough going in there as a rookie. Like even if you think you know, uh, it's hard to be changing all the plays all the time, like so many of these really good quarterbacks do. But as time goes on, I feel Pickett. I think he's going to be like right the perfect kind of quarterback. That's going to be he's going to be a. a well above the average play. He's not going to be a superstar, but he's going to be adequate enough for them to be able to win with their good defense and if they would ever bring back the running game that the Steelers used to have. I think this this could be the year. They got they got three people they could pound pound it with. So Yeah, and it seems like their offensive line got better too. So Right. We'll see. Sunday, anybody else in the NFL stick out to you games that you're interested in or maybe uh, a play or two a, that you like? I got a couple plays. I got okay. two. Oh yeah, and, and they're simple. These football to me is like you you overthink football and, and it just right. it becomes almost not fun. It's it's simple. Anytime touchdowns, people that score touchdowns. Beautiful. Zay Jones plus three ten anytime touchdown against the Colts. The Colts stink. I think they're one of the worst run organizations. No I, I don't. It. I just think they're they're bad on defense. Zay Love Jones. It. Love it. Plus three ten anytime, and then. This man always scores. He plays three positions. He's been in the league forever. Quarter L. Patterson, plus oh, yeah. 285, anytime touchdown against the Panthers. He's got too many ways to score a touchdown for you to not sprinkle a couple couple dollars on it. I, I like that play a lot because people are, like, ignoring that guy because they got other horses now. But I right. agree with you. Patterson is going to be a guy that's so good when he gets the ball in his hands. He's going to be on the field. If he's on your roster, you got to have him out there, even if you're going to use him in a decoy. And we all know – the decoy, one touch is all it takes, and he scores. And, yeah, and and you know how many guys in fantasy get pissed. Like, their guy does all the work, and then Cordero will be the guy to finish off the drive somehow. Yeah, yeah. So I think that just because he has so many options to score, I think Cordero could easily get into the end zone. Love it. All right, Cordero Patterson and Zay Jones. Yeah, Anytime Zay touchdowns Jones. from Sam. I love it. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, on the sports weekend coming up before we let you go? 
uh, baseball is getting towards the playoffs. Oh, yes. I will say this: the American League, I think, is where you're going to find your money for the world for a World Series bet. I agree. I cannot see the National League winning the World Series at all. Yeah. Uh, right now, I think with the Urias situation, I think it, the Dodgers are in big trouble now. Their pitching is just not going to be good enough in the playoffs. Um, and then Atlanta, I feel like Atlanta's just had it on easy street, and it worries me like a team like the Phillies that gets hot kind of like last year and uh, you know, could could maybe beat them out. And uh, But I'm with you. Uh, I think right now i got to say the team's playing the most the most consistent and maybe Houston. It's like they kick I it know. in right at the, at the right times uh, like they always do. Yeah, I was gonna say you could you could sprinkle some money on Texas to win the West. Yeah, it was like it was a good number, but I, I mean Altuve was awesome last night. Jesus, last couple games have been ridiculous. Yeah, he, he's been sick. Yeah. I still think they're a bunch of cheaters, but uh, <laughs> obviously, know, obviously they him. may not be because they're just good. Yeah, no, I know. Maybe they didn't even need to cheat, right? <laughs> right, right. But they still cheated. <laughs> they so still did. Them. Yeah. So Fuck so them. did probably a bunch of other ones that never never oh, found yeah. out about. But uh, yeah. anyway, all right, Sam, uh, have a great weekend. Uh, best of luck with the picks. Thanks for joining us. As always, great analysis. And uh, are you going down to Morgantown to celebrate your brother's birthday this weekend? Well, actually, Matt, they have a week? wedding in Pittsburgh, so Ooh. they're coming up Saturday with the baby. Oh, and nice. I'm, babys- I'm a babysitter. So All right. Sam all right. Uncle Sam and Greta are going to watch Xfinity sports. In, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll show her the Xfinity race. Awesome. I love it. And a little yeah. tennis action, too. Maybe she'll be a tennis oh, yeah. player. Oh, yeah, we'll show her. All right. Awesome. Sam, thanks. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Good talking to you, Matt. All righty. See ya. All right. That's Sammy P. from Upper St. Clair giving us great analysis, as always, here on Better's Last Stand. We appreciate his time and effort. We appreciate Coach and Chris taking time before they headed off to their bocce contest uh, over at Bel Air. Uh, Big weekend. Lots of high school, college, and pro football action, fantasy football, tennis, NASCAR, um, no F1, but IndyCar. Tons of stuff, baseball, full swing, getting close to NHL and NBA right around the corner. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Better's last stand. Be sure and uh, check us out on social media at the Pine Room Studios, BLS underscore PRP on Twitter for uh, the plays that we put out each week, some of the ones that are time sensitive that will be out before Jub puts the ones up on Instagram and Twitter on Friday and Saturday. Uh, if you want those plays, be sure and follow us, BLS underscore PRP. And then, uh, again, thanks to our sponsors, Gumby's, Jill's Gentleman's Club, uh, IC Cab. Uh, everybody's just been so uh, super kind to us as we uh, joined the Watchdog team a while ago and uh, just everything that we've been a part of, uh, the Duggar Saucy Spread Challenge week number three. So, again, thanks to Duggar and the amazing job that he does uh, with his tailgate foods and all the stuff down there. Uh, my parents now live kind of close, like up the 29th Street home from Duggar, so... I've been hitting it up a little bit more than even I used to. So uh, hats off to Duggar. Uh, glad everything's going well for him. Uh, great sponsor. Just super nice guy and uh, has a great product down there. His, his food's just out of this world. And just this is a really nice store all, all together. So, again, thanks to all of our sponsors. It's the Gumby's and Jill's Gentlemen's Club Football Friday Show, noon to 3 on Friday. WKKX, can't miss it. We'll talk all about the high school games. Duggar Saucy Spread, week 3. The, uh, we'll be picking the line, picking the games uh, against the spread in high school football uh, in our 14-team or 14-person challenge, uh, which is now entering week three. So soup on top in that one, but he's got plenty of company up near the uh, the top of the mountain. So long way to go. We're looking forward to it. Uh, if you haven't checked out all the other stuff we have on social media, get on there. We had Mike Florio in studio last week. We got the Mike Florio podcast 
coming out, uh, which would have been yesterday. So if you missed that, get on it right now after you're done listening to this. Uh, until then, we will uh, see you on WKKX, The Watchdog, and across the other platforms here in the Pine Room Studios. That'll do it for Better's Last Stand. We'll be back next week on episode 53 to recap NFL Week 1 and college football week two. It's Better's Last Stand. We'll see you next week. 